but it'll take before a while. We start, to set up. Thanks for having me on, by the way, just before we start. No, no problem, Rob. Anytime, mate. Anytime. Right, oh, bollocks to that. We don't want fanboys on again. God, not when they're your fanboys. <laughs> no, we're ready. <laughs> Three, Rob. two, one, go. What's he fucking mumbling He's... about now? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> What's going on? What's he mumbling? He's just bitching and moaning in the background about you. What's he saying? He's just jealous because you... he, was... he was in there with Rob till you came in. Thanks <laughs> for cracking me up, man. Uh, right, we're ready anyway. Welcome whenever you want to go. All oh, right, well, sharp. Then I, let me say something. Shut up, shut Welcome, pod lovers, to the latest instalment in our "See You Next Thursday" podcast. It's been an exciting week of Premiership action, culminating in the drama of the transfer, though firmly shutting for Premiership football clubs in England. In today's pod, we'll be discussing both. So to go through the story of the week with us, we have a very special guest joining us all the way from Australia. Rob, also known as Sky Sally from the Liverpool site. Also, we have the usual suspects, Ed007, Ed025, and last and very least, we have Tristan, Ed001. Hey, everybody, how are you? Hang on, seven's not Hang on. (laughs) 77, beeps. 77. I just said 077, didn't I? No, you said 7. You lot are bullying a dyslexic. You're, you're bullying a dyslexic. No, you're just a that moron. It's not dyslexia when you're just stupid. No. You he did say 07. <laughs> Thank you. You can get arrested for that shit. Do you know that? Because I've got riots in this type of day and age. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> you're in America. You don't uh, have rights. <laughs> All right, how are you guys? Fine, thank you. Good man, Deeps. Uh, I'm fine. Hello. Tristan, <laughs> <laughs> I was all right till I just spent the last two hours listening to Deeps chat up Rob, and now I'm I'm, right. oh, I'm feeling it, mate. <laughs> I'm tired it now. Must have been oh. love. <laughs> All right, a very hearty welcome to Rob Sky Sally. And thanks for taking the time out to participate today, mate. Um, I got a present for you, Rob. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. No, seriously, you're ready. Uh, you're scaring me now. <laughs> yep. Let me know if you're ready or not. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. You know we belong together. <laughs> you and I forever. Oh, my no God. No matter where you are. <laughs> You're my God. You know, shouldn't you have picked the other one? Isn't and the other one in Melbourne? Every first moment I saw you. Oh my God. Shut up, Tristan. Oh, it's just trying to cover up I your singing. Because it's I'm walking on it. <laughs> just to know, just to know, you are there, you are there. Hold oh, me in your arms, don't <laughs> let me go. I want to stay forever, home and away. Oh my God. With you each day. Oh, How'd you like Please them apples, Rob? God. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. Please God. Please God. <laughs> that was some bloody right. present there. Oh, God. Thanks, Rob. No worries, mate. Let's crack on. Uh, Rob, let's have a little bit of your background, mate. Let's get to know you a little bit more. Um, yep. So, what part of Australia are you in, mate? 
I'm in Melbourne, in Victoria. Oh, nice one, mate. Nice one. So what's your story? What's your background? Background for football or life in general? General, mate. Football, everything. Give us it all. Waltz and all. Um, I'm 28. I'm a massive Liverpool fan. Um, hard to watch a lot of the games because yeah. of the time difference. I watch every game live for Liverpool. It, uh, it destroys my sleeping yeah. pattern every week. What but, time um, do you actually... What time's the game's on? Uh, it all depends on the kickoffs, but sometimes you've got 11 p.m. games, 3 o'clock in the morning games, 5 a.m. Yeah. So kind of fluctuates. But, um, yeah, every week, me and my mates always get together and watch all the games, and, yeah, we love it. You've even got friends. Jeez, what are you doing on here? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I watched Joe Coles. I'm, I'm sure you must have been about four when this happened, but I watched <laughs> Joe Cole's debut for Liverpool in Melbourne in your neck of the woods in a casino. I that. And he got sent off, I remember. He got sent off, that's right. Yeah. It's Arsenal, I think. So, that's it, that's it, mate. Arsenal, start as you mean to go on. I remember that. I watched it in a casino in Melbourne. Probably about the best three, thing he did for us, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um... Who's your favourite Liverpool player, mate, of all time? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I'm from a more, obviously, recent era, but yeah, I love Alisson Becker. I just think he's unbelievable. Him and Xavi Alonso, for me, were two of the best players, one we've currently have and the other one that we've, in my opinion, we've ever had. But I haven't obviously been around as long as you guys, but... Yeah, oh my god, we're not having him on again. <laughs> oh, it's his last time on. Eeps, <laughs> how old are you? 22. Oh, you're younger than Rob. Yes, sir. Oh, my God, I didn't even know you were that young. Jeez, you're a baby still. Oh, well. Um, what's your favourite Liverpool manager, Rob? It's got to be Klopp for me because the managers... <laughs> the managers I remember. Like, yeah, the managers I grew up watching, like... Um, Roy Hodgson, and Roy Hodgson, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't really a big fan of, so I, I love Klopp, and um, yeah, he's definitely my favourite. Who was in charge man, when you first man. watched Liverpool? Then the one I remember was would have been the late nineties, probably Julio, I think it was. As I remember, mm. as a kid watching watching a bit with my dad, and I remember Julio was in charge. So you get you got some success then. When you started watching Liverpool, you had some. We, we won silverware. Yeah, I was a bit young, so I would have been probably yeah. five or six when that happened. But I, I remember my my earliest memory for Liverpool manager was um, Julio. Fair play, mate. Hmm. All right, well that's the interview done. We and sports and conquer. <laughs> actually, 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 there was before we start, there was some feedback on the site from last <laughs> week's podcast. Um, <laughs> They, they, uh, apparently, the feedback was that Ed001 isn't given the platform to speak much. So, we are going to uh, remedy that this week. So, you ready, Tristan? Um, oh, yeah. Getting your mum to fight, getting your mum to fight <laughs> your battles and everything. I don't so. like me mum would ever have anything <laughs> nice to say about me. Dear <laughs> Liverpool site, I was listening to the podcast last week. And you didn't let my Tristan talk much. You know full well. You've met me, man. You know full well. She'd be the one saying, can you get that twat off there? <laughs> All right.
Beeps, you're going to do some talking this week as well, mate, because that's the feedback we had. You weren't talking much last week either. I'm <laughs> No, actually, Sorry, it, was, it was from the one before they said he was a bit quiet. All right. Well, you listen to these things. Who was it? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that was your mum as well, writing in. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's podcast. Um, so let's go through the uh, uh, the Premiership games from match day three, starting with, uh, well, let's start with the first game Man City 5, Arsenal 0. Who's going to take that Ooh. away? Did what, you go? What's Actually, that noise? Yes. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> Zero. It wasn't me for a change. Oh, no. <laughs> Deeps, you want to go? You want to take that away, mate? You want to start with Man City five, Arsenal nil. Uh, Man City are a decent team. Arsenal are samples. Uh, that is what happens when a top top four team, a title challenger, faces a team struggling to keep themselves in the top half. So. Especially when they got oh, an idiot like Shaka getting sent off. Oh, and the manager is a wannabe pep, but no good. You're trying to think of a nice way to say Arteta's completely inept, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> we, we say the same thing again and again every week. Arteta is completely inept. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Deeps, we were saying that about Ole Gunnar last season again and again, time after time after time, and he turned it around in sports. You know, did so he, could did he? Did he though? Has he really? Yeah, has he really? Mm. But he kept his job. That's the, the that's the that was his objective. He kept his job and make, bought them second in the league. So probably he did. Yeah. Well, after that, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Deep. Say that again. Arteta, Arteta has still managed to keep his job till now. Yeah. Yeah. The difference is I... Arteta doesn't have the quality of, of individual talented players yeah. that can pull him out of this shit every time his every time his tactics are terrible, like against Wolves. I think I think Arsenal just don't have a Bruno Fernandez who can just galvanize yeah. his yeah. That's what I mean. You, they've not got that talent, have they? Yeah. They've just spent a hundred and fifty million dollars a pound. Oh, so crap. Yeah. is that? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking the same thing. Later. Rob, what was that, mate? Go, go. For, sorry, but uh... no, I was thinking the same thing. Comparing the Arsenal and the United team, both managers, yeah, they're a bit, you know, inept. But United's got the much better squad that can bail them out compared to Arsenal. Who I, I just don't think the the team's good enough. Yeah, totally agree, mate. Totally agree. Um, what what is Arsenal lacking? I mean, is that a dumb question? I mean, it, from the top, obviously. From Billy, what do you think they're lacking? Obviously, the man, the manager, lacking a manager, the manager and the players, or and the players are lacking not only discipline, but they're lacking leadership, and yep. that's the problem for me with Arsenal. Yeah. And the, the players I, don't have any on, faith. Tristan, I was on, just going to say the players don't have any faith in Arteta. That's why they're leaving in droves. Saliba yeah. is an Arsenal fan. He was desperate to join them. And what does Arteta do when he gets him? Even though he hadn't been playing for months, so he needed to get fitness and that. 
he took one look at him in a training game and decided he wasn't he wasn't going to be any good and wouldn't even look at him afterwards. Just sent him out on loan. And you know you've you've got one of the best young talents in world football there, and Arteta's decided after one look at him in a training game after he's he's not even half fit, and he's decided he doesn't want him. I mean, how is that good management? It just shows what kind of stupidity you're dealing with. He can't do so any either as you the situation. He's a waste of time for Arsenal. And they've got to get rid of them too for me if they've got one progress. Which two? Guys, it, guys is there uh, any... and Edu. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Billy. Sorry. Yeah. Guys, is there any way that Arteta can turn this situation around to a positive one? Quit. I'm sorry? He could quit. That'd be positive. <laughs> In all, I mean, I mean, that's probably uh, 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 probably a logical answer, uh, Tristan. But I'm saying, Arteta, Arteta in the job, can he turn it round with the players he's just bought? Will they give him till January to turn this around with the investment he's they made for him? That's what I'm asking, basically. Will he keep his job till January, regardless of results? I can't see it because they're going to be struggling at the bottom of the table while they're under Arteta, aren't they? Well, he won't, he won't keep his job regardless of the result. If if he starts getting a few wins here and there, then maybe they, they might afford him six months. But next two games are very crucial. They're against Norwich and Burnley, fellow relegation drivers. So. <laughs> okay, who, who saw the game? Who saw the game? Yeah, I most of it. What did you think, Rob? What was it? Was it Arsenal just inept or Man City just unplayable? It looked like boys against men to me. Um, yeah, didn't, didn't look like City even got out of the second or third gear at most times. Um, yeah. Oh right, I think I think Arsenal are really are really dire at the moment. Like it's 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 sad to see because I know they're such a big club and. Um, I think it could have been a lot worse, um, and yeah, just to me, it looked like City. They were, they were good, but you could tell, like I said, they didn't really get out of the second or third gear. I think there was a lot more there if they wanted it. Obviously, the red card with Xhaka didn't help. I think that was just a stupid challenge that you know obviously made his team worse off, especially at the timing that it came. But yeah, that that could have been really bad for them. It was already bad, but it could have been a lot worse. Now. Did Man City lack a number nine, or was it just Arsenal were just terrible? I mean, you know, they were just bad, but and they didn't need that. Uh, do they do what Man City need a number nine, or was just that game not reflective of that? It's not reflective, mate. You couldn't yeah. judge. Yeah. They yeah. didn't have to try. They could have. They could have put out a team of kids against Arsenal. It was so easy. That bad, yeah. Arsenal, terrible. I mean, they, they played themselves into trouble constantly with their passing around at the back. They've not got a defence worthy of the name. Now, like I said, their best their best defender they sent out on loan, and they brought in two more instead. I mean, what? Oh, and uh, there's no, there's White nothing, there's there. nothing. Quite... What happened to White? Was he injured? Um, he's got COVID. Yeah, I was going to say he's out with COVID. Oh, okay, that's right, Deitch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they had a, a, yeah, so they were just awful. And it's Arteta hasn't got a tactical brain in his head. Let's be honest. 
he hasn't got a clue how to coach the players to play the way he wants them to play. I've got a question for you, Tristan, right? Um, and all of you guys, Billy, Deeps, Rob, right? Okay, Arteta was a coach, the second in command at Man City. He was under Pep, who loves to play from the back, right? How comes Arteta cannot implement that? He's trying and trying and trying. How comes he cannot get it right for Arsenal's play out the back? Because it's absolute comical. It's comedy. It's actually yeah. comedy gold when you see them play out the back. Why can't he get that right? I just don't understand. I don't get it. Because he isn't a good, he isn't a good uh, leader. He's not a good man manager. He's not intelligent enough. He's not a good coach. And he's not got the intelligence to understand what he was watching and to then implement it with his players. And he hasn't got... The other thing is his communication skills aren't good enough to communicate to the players what he wants them to do and have them understand it. He tends to tell them too much. So he's given them loads of information to do one simple thing. You know what I mean? It's like you don't need to give them every single bit of information all the time. You just need to give them enough so they understand what they're doing. You know, they shouldn't have to so be what? thinking about it all the time, as he's given them hundreds of things to think about constantly. So why was why did he get kept on at Man City under Pep? Because Pep doesn't take um, Pep, uh, people that yeah, tread water. Yeah, but under Pep, he's not in charge, so he's not doing what he wants to do. He's doing what Pep tells him to do. Gotcha, now he's gotcha. doing what he yeah, wants to do, and he's... Con- I mean, the, the thing the players are moaning about is being overcoached, is what they're talking about. And what they mean by that is they're getting so many instructions, they can't understand, you know, they can't get their heads around it enough. It's just too much. You can't, gotcha. you know, they're not they're not bright people, most footballers. You've got to it's keep ins- it simple. And it's need- over-instruction. Yeah, you don't need all these instructions in- to play out, for, you know, to play one position anyway. You sh- it should be simple. It's also it's not very often that a, a good number two makes a good number one in, in the history of football. Good point, mate. I, uh... Uh, you know, Howard Kendall had uh, Colin Harvey as his number two, and everyone was saying, oh, he'll do a great job, and Colin was awful to be honest with you as a number one. Fantastic number two. But when you step up to the plate as a number one, you've got to have respect. And I think the players lack respect for Arteta. That's very true, they do. Definitely, that's 100%. Deeps, highlighting what Billy just said, how did Carlos Quérez do as a number one at United? I can't quite remember. He was never the number one. He wasn't... Wasn't Carlos Quérez a number one at one point? Not at United, no. No, Oh, yeah. What happened is I I was going to bring him up anyways. Like, Quiroz okay. was so revered by everybody, by players, by other coaches, staff, and everybody. Like, he's so good and everything. And then when he went into manage- management, he was... He never could actually get a top team to perform well for him. The same well, happened with Rene Mueller's team as well. Like, if did you he not say... Sorry, if man. You, Sorry. If you hear Rene Mueller's team talk, he's... He's so eloquent and he's so knowledgeable and everything, but he he also struggled when he took over teams as head coach himself. So it's it's a completely different 
job when you're uh, when you're part of someone's coaching staff, your first team coach, and when you're the manager, the head coach of the team. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, good point, Billy. One. Thank you. I can only think of one. Can you think of any more other Ooh. than Bob Paisley? Who's been a good number one? Yeah, number, number two, two. That went to you know went on to become a great you know great number two. I mean, yeah. obviously, I'm not talking about like crazy crap ones can go on to be good ones. I'm talking about a great yeah. number two who went on to be a great number one. I think he's the only one I can think of. Oh, and Steve McLaren. Can we add uh, Zidane uh, in there as well? Like Zidane was number two for Ancelotti. Would you say he was great, yeah. or was he just lucky? Uh, Well, his record is great. Yeah, <laughs> but but was he great? That's just the thing. I mean, it's it's one of those. I, I don't know with him. His his football was awful. What he did was he just copied um, Rafa's. He wanted that. He just used the same tactics Rafa did mm-hmm. used, except Rafa got booed off the pit. You know, his team got booed off the pitch for doing it. Yeah. I mean, talking about Rafa. Sorry, mate. I was just saying, I just don't know with him. He's one of those where, is he any good? Or was he just lucky to have a great team at the time? Yeah, I think so, Chris. Well, they weren't even, I mean, it's not even a great team. It's just they had players who could win the big games for them when it mattered, really, weren't it? Rather than they had a great team. Yeah. They never had a great squad, didn't they? They really did. Yeah. Talking about Rafa, his ex-team beat Southampton 2-0. Anybody no, watch that game? Brighton, actually. They beat Brighton, actually. Excuse me, Rob. Um, are you sure? Newcastle were 2-2 against Southampton, no? Oh, sorry. I thought, I thought you, when you were saying going on to Rafa, I thought you meant Southampton. <laughs> oh, no, mate. You're oh, next. Don't God, worry about I'm it. I'm confused here. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I said Rafa's old team, uh, Bill. Oh, sorry. No, That's sorry. all right, Bill. No, no worries. Bad. I tell you what, Bill. You quick. Did you watch that game, mate? Yeah, I did actually. You go it take was... it away, mate. You go for it, pal. It was a quite a good game actually. End of it two two, and uh, the, the end of it was more exciting than the rest of it, of course. But they both played some decent stuff. It wasn't great, it's not like uh, it was the Liverpool-Chelsea game, it was real, but it was decent stuff, both of them tried to win it, both played some decent stuff, I thought it was a very good game actually. Cheers Bill, Rob, are these the kind of games you give a miss because they're on at stupid o'clock in the morning, like Newcastle, yeah, Southampton, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of them I are would... on, on at the same time, so we put a, we put a program on, it's called Goal Rush, and they usually sh- will show the one game, and then on the side, whenever a team scores that's playing at the same time, they'll just show the goals. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, what, we so, yeah. that's what we get here. That's what we get here as well. So, um, yeah, so it is it is quite difficult sometimes to watch um, those games because it's on so late. And you do have, like, I work on a Sunday, so it, yeah. is, it can get a bit difficult to, um, to destroy my sleep to watch uh, Newcastle or such. But, um, yeah, no. I'll try and catch as much as I can. I'll watch, you know, the games that I do miss, I'll watch the highlights throughout the week and stuff. I'll try and yeah. see what I can get from that. But, yeah, can get hard. 
Deep, so I was going to ask you and Rob actually. What's the? Um, I know what I know what the situation in where, where Tristan is, and obviously, um, uh, Billy, you get Sky Sports and that. What's the football coverage like in Nepal, Deeps, and Australia, Rob? Well, it's Deep. it's quite good here. It's quite good here for the Premier League. That's what I meant. The Premier League. Sorry, Deep. Yeah, thanks for. Yeah, for the Premier League, is, we have uh, how many? I think we have two two channels that show the games. So we get most of the high-profile games every week, and the timing is like I was uh, saying to Rob before. Timing is quite perfect for us because it's somewhere from five uh, in the evening to twelve twelve thirty somewhere around there. So it's. Perfect. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Very, yeah. Yeah, that's great. And then you get, you get every. Say you want to watch. Obviously, you want to watch all the United games. You get all the United games live, or do there some that you can't? You have to just. We we get most of the United games live because it's a high-profile game and. Gotcha. That's about it. And Rob, what about you? Do you get most of the Liverpool games live, or do you have to be? Uh, have to watch highlights yeah. or. No, no. With yeah. with us down here, we get a we get a, a thing called I don't know if you know the company Optus. It's like a telecommunications and internet provider. So no, they no, provide no. us. Okay, so you know how there's like three, you know, like Chelsea sponsor three in England. Yeah, 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 yeah. Over yeah. here, over here, we've got Optus, and that um, gotcha. they they send the box. Like you've got to pay for it, obviously, but they send the box out to your house, and it acts yeah. as its own like um, like cable TV in a way. It's got its own channels and stuff, and that that. Has all the games live and all the punditry, so we we do get to watch all that stuff. It's ironic that apart from England, most countries have really good coverage of the Premier League, and the the league, the English league, is is not so well broadcasted in in England. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but that's it's, it's harder for three o'clock kickoffs on a Saturday are banned from being shown, so they won't affect the gate at lower league teams. Oh well, Fair enough, I don't mind telling now. <laughs> I've got a dodgy box. <laughs> About fifteen people just found that out. <laughs> hey, what about Hassan? He's not. I mean, these are both managers that are doing. I mean, Bruce and Hassantel. They're just like. I mean, Hassantel hasn't improved from last season, really. And then, and then Bruce is not obviously he's not pulling up any trees, so they're just doing enough to kind of keep their job. These two managers. Yeah, it's true. But there is another similarity with Southampton and Newcastle. Both the owners are open to selling the club, and hence they don't invest as much as other teams to to improve the squad. Yeah, I hear you, pal. Good point. Yeah, I mean, I think that. Um, I mean, the Newcastle takeover is in pen is pending, isn't it? I mean, it's on. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens within the next six months, three to six months. Isn't the next hearing scheduled for like seven months down the line or something like that? Sorry, buddy, say that again. Yeah, like uh, the they've still not finalized whether they're gonna let the deal go through or not, right? So I think. Yeah. It was supposed to be somewhere around like uh, September, but now they've moved yeah. it to some like February, I think, in 2022. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No, I, did, I don't. I, I'm not keeping up with that, mate. To be honest oh. with you, um, 
I think they're just waiting for uh, the situation to cool down to let that move gotcha. go through. I think because why else would you just move it ahead and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, guys, um, thanks, Deep. Thanks for that. Um, right, let's move on to uh, Brighton nil, Everton two. And I know Billy, you're chomping at the bit here. Before you do that, can I just yeah, say something? Right. It was moved because the pandemic, they've got a backlog of court cases because nobody was actually being able to sit in court. So oh, sorry, certain court ah. cases were, you know, certain court cases got cut, you know, being, it's slow, you know, it slowed yeah, up the run. Yeah. They were doing them online for a while to try and catch up, but now they've gone back into doing them in the courts again. There's a massive backlog they're trying to catch up on, so it's it's happening a lot. There's a lot getting pushed back, so that might it might you might be right. It might be just they're you know trying to give it a bit of time, but it's more likely it's probably because of the, just the backlog. So when's your when's the date for your stalking one, Tristan, at the high court? <laughs> Do you mean your stalking one of me? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, Billy, you take it away, mate. Uh, Brighton nil, Everton two. How's yeah, it good performance. Yeah. Really good performance from the Blues. Uh, I was expecting a draw myself, hoping for a draw. Because Brighton I, wonder, I, I, I wonder why Everton are winning all of a sudden. It's because they've got a new manager. <laughs> that's why That's why they're winning. <laughs> but they've got off to a really good start. And we were by far the best side against Brighton. It lights up. Brighton have been playing well. The first couple of games, they played really well and had a 100% record. But Everton uh, schooled them, to be honest with you. Uh, they never really threatened much. Uh, but we we played well and Damari Gray scored another goal. He's, he looks a real bargain at 1.7 million. And an obvious penalty that uh, Calvert-Lewin put away. But there was another couple of chances. We could have been three or four, to be honest. And on, really, I thought it was a really good on. performance. Really, there was some Deeps, um, Deep, you go first and then Rob, um, you go after Deeps, mate. Yep. Oh, we were saying the same thing. There was some drama before the penalty, though. What was that? Oh, Richarlison was... Being a bit of a ah, good point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, right, when he tried to take the ball, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was a bit of a discipline on his, his part there. And uh, Rafa soon put that to bed. And DCL is now the penalty taker, and he's the second penalty taker if Everton gets to. All sorts of no big drama. One minute. So if Everton get two penalties in a game, DCL yes. takes the first one, Richardson takes the second one. And that's right. That's the policy of the club. That's fair enough. I I I don't kind of I don't kind of agree with that. I think there should be a designated penalty taker. And if he's having a bad think, time of it, then somebody else should take penalties. I think he's trying to appease everyone at the club and keep oh, gotcha. players happy. And I think that's the must be the thinking behind it. But he's actually come out and said that is the uh, protocol for the penalty taking at Everton. So now you've won the Premiership, Billy, this season after yeah. three games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the Champions League and the World Cup next. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're just, 
We're just under the radar. We're under the radar. That's true. You, you nestled nicely after three games, right? You're bubbling away yeah. nicely after three games. Now, I asked you... We are only, only just above, above Liverpool, so... You know, we've still got work to do. Don't worry, we have agent Ra- we have agent Rapper in your ranks, mate. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, all right, I asked you this last week, but now you've got a more of a. I mean, it's it's another game. Tell me, tell me what's delighting you about Everton, um, pleasuring you about Everton this season. You got uh, more of a sa- you got more of a sample size. Uh, I'm saying you got three games in now. Yeah, you see. The players are playing for the shirt at the moment. They are, I don't know whether it's to try and impress Rafa, but they're really giving their all. And the, the signings we've made, everyone was saying that, even you, Abid, was saying about, uh, and Dross sounds in. That's how you spell and, it as well, isn't it? I'm not kidding. I know, yeah. But he, <laughs> he's come on and he's, he's played well. He's contributed and he works tirelessly, and that's all Evertonians want, is players to give their all. Forget all these superstars, these prima donnas. We'd all sit around people who work, who graft, you know, who give their all for the, for the club and the shirt, and we, we, don't, we don't ask for much more. And we know that we've got uh, financial problems, and we're going to have to just live with it, but at the moment, they're doing a sterling job, and you know, I'm really all their supporters are really happy with the way things are going at the moment. Smile on your faces this season, eh? Absolutely. Yeah, mate. I, I, I always listen. I don't want to say I'm not right about much in life. You can ask anyone around me, and I, and but Rafa was just. I just thought Rafa was just a the right fit for you guys, and I know it took a lot of acceptance, etc. He wasn't very palatable, but he's not going to win you the league. He's not going to win you the Champions League. But I tell you what, he'll take you to that next level with somebody else. When you get the the, the stadium built and everything, somebody else can come in and take you to that next the, the, the next echelon. Do you get what I'm saying, Bill? Yeah, yeah. And I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, cool. Um, Rob, I think you wanted to say something, mate. Yeah, I was just bringing up the uh, Richarlison thing. I accidentally said it at the same time as Deep's. No worries, mate. Don't apologise. Nobody yeah. else does. Go for it, man. Yeah, next time, just speak louder than him so we, you know, so we can just drown him out. What we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Jamari Gray scored a nice goal. I saw that. Nice little solo yeah. run. Yeah, it was very good. He's been impressive so far. Yeah, he has. All right, guys. What's that, Deeps, mate? Well. Demario Gray is on fire, scoring goals to left, right, and centre. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of people are wrong about him. Eh? He was ex Leicester, right? Yeah. 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 Birmingham City originally. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, guys, uh, let's move on to West Ham 2, Crystal Palace 2. Who watched this game? I did. Tristan, you don't talk. Yeah, yeah you go for it, pal. Your mum's going to have a go at me then, otherwise. Because <laughs> yeah. I was surprised Palace got a result here because they West Ham would have better side from large portions well, of it. But after somehow, you slagged off Patrick Vieira for about two hours oh, last week. It's, and it's now awful. They you just awful. got a 2-2 draw. 
Palace are terrible, and you're just thinking, I don't know how they managed to somehow, they just, every time West Ham scored, they just pop up and equalise. It's like you watch it thinking, was this the Gallagher? It's unreal. Was this the Gallagher fella that scored? Two? Was it that's, that's yeah, the game, right? That's the one. Yeah, See, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not Chelsea sure. I, I do not understand the big deal about him. He don't get me wrong, his work rate is fantastic, but he just runs around everywhere mindlessly, and you can see he's got ability, but 99% of it is just being run into the ground for no reason. You know, it's. Somebody needs to get hold of that lad and explain to him, you know, Rafa would be the perfect man to do it. Sometimes you need to run less and do more, you know, achieve more than just... He's, you know, he's one of those really frustrating players that you can see there's talent there, but he's just running around for the sake of it, you know? So I, I'm trying to think... It needs, it, need, it needs to be channeled. Yes, he, he really needs someone who sits down and says... Right, instead of just running there, here, there and everywhere, you need to hang on to the right moment to make those runs. Like happened with Gerard under Rafa. He sat him down and he, you know, said to him, you're running too much. You're not actually, so when you're getting into a position, you're tired out, you know, and you're not able to achieve what you want to do. Or, you you know, you're snatching at shots or, you know, you're throwing yourself into a challenge you don't need to make because you should have been in position rather than having to chase it and stuff like that. And that's what he needs because the talent is clearly there. I mean, he's got a great touch in that and he's fantastic work rate. He, he never stops running, but it's the wrong areas 99% of the time. You, you watch he's him, got you... real composure. In... Yeah. He's... Sorry, mate. Yeah, as you could say, he's Composed, got... He's very composed got... in the box. Yeah. He's got instinct. There's no doubt he's got composure mm. and instinct. He just needs to do it in the right places. Yeah, he needs to learn to save his legs for, you know, yeah. and to run at the right times. You know, time is runs is just as important as where you run as well. Because you know? he's just, yeah. a lot Billy. of the time, he just ends up stood still in the box when he, you know, waiting for the ball to come in rather than getting on the end of a header, you know what I mean? By yeah. running onto it and smashing it in, you know? Yeah, I hear you. Billy, um, I want to ask you this question, mate. I'm actually, honestly, all joking aside, I know that David Moyes, is the Messiah, has have been a figure of ridicule for many football fans the last few years. But the guy, put some respect on the guy's name. He has, it is a renaissance going down there, going on down there. I mean, he's he, they're a serious outfit, West Ham, and that's no... That's down to Moyes, right? He's he's done well against all my wishes and hopes. He's done really <laughs> well there. And you well, know, how? I, Why? What? What's going on? Because he fits a club like West Ham. He fits a club like Everton. He's never going to get you uh, where you want to go. But you like you you'll do well. His teams will always do well because he gets them working hard. And uh, it, but he's not a top, what I'd call a top flight manager. Right. He's not a top tier opinion. manager. He's not the highest echelons like the Peps, the Klops, the that kind of uh, stature. No, he's not. No, yeah. he's not. No. Players but don't respect him doing... enough. That's the pro. You know, the big players. 
That's yeah, but he's doing yeah. something down there. Obviously, because they haven't got any world-class players. Is that what you're saying, yeah? I'm not saying that they're they not world-class. Those... It's that um, the egos, the big egos at West Ham, they just yeah. aren't there. So they'll listen. No. Yeah. That helps a lot. He, he can organise yeah. a side very well. He organises the sides and his teams are always hard to beat. They're not always easy on the, easy on the eye, although I've been surprised with West Ham. But he's is always a team of grafters. They're all... He gets them work and he gets them doing the right things. And I'm sure West Ham are very happy with him. He's brought in somebody well, um he's brought in somebody to help him cry, tactically as well. Cry. Oh sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't I can't remember who that is. Um oh, no me. I know no. they've had a very, they've had a very successful transfer window, which we'll uh, we'll talk about touched upon later on, but um it just I mean, look what he's done with Antonio. He's like a man possessed. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of I mean, those strange players, though, isn't he? You watch him; his touch is terrible, but he just seems—it just seems to bumble on through. You know, no matter how many people challenge him, it just seems to go his way all the time. It's unreal. He scored a goal the other day with his left foot, and that's oh, not even his natural foot, and he just—Jesus, oh, it was like a rocket inside yeah, the box. It's ridiculous. I mean, is he that good, or is he just having a purple patch? Hmm. That's a tough question. He's a good player. He's a good player, you know. Yeah, I do. Yeah, but but he I, went... I don't know if he's as good as he's playing. I think he might be playing out of his skin at the moment. He is he's, at his, he's at his level. Maybe a bit above, is he I a... think. Deeps, Rob, what do you think? I like him personally. Yeah. Would you have him You're at very Liverpool? Strong as well. I don't know about having him at Liverpool, but um, I do, I do like, I, I like watching him. Um, yeah. I think he didn't. He just uh, overtook the record goal scorer at yeah. West Ham as well. Yeah, yeah. Premier League. No, he's done very well. Not record yeah. goal scorer, just Premier League, because obviously football was only yeah. invented in the Premier League era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, don't, I, I like watching him. He's a, he's a weapon. He's a weapon. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Deeps, what's your idea on him? You got any ideas on him? He's a decent player who would be really good if he didn't get injured every. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the issue. He just gets injured so often. Would you have him at United, Deeps? No, we've got Ronaldo. Sorry, mate? <laughs> no, we've got Ronaldo. <laughs> no, mate. <laughs> no, who? If you hadn't got the chosen one. Would you have had him at um, United? Is he that? Is he United level, or is he just? Is he found his level at West Ham United? It's a, a tier below somewhere like Leicester. I think yeah. Billy, you're right. I think Billy. I think he'd be a brilliant signing for Everton. Yeah, I'd, I'd take him all day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Um, all right, the Patrick Vieira. Uh, well, we discussed him at, at Nauseam last week, so we'll just see how he goes over the next few weeks. Um, guys, uh, next up is Norwich versus Leicester City. Norwich uh, lost... Uh, Leicester beat um, Norwich 2-1 away. Um, Rodgers is just there or thereabouts again, and he's just had... Uh, he's just bubbling away nicely, I think. Did anybody see the game first? I didn't watch that yeah. one. <laughs> I never watched it, to be honest with you. I had a feeling no one was seeing this. Do you? I was decorating. 
Beeps, did you watch it, mate? No, I didn't. I've got to say, I'm All not right. a big fan of watching Leicester play. I don't really mm. like the way well, Rogers just... sends teams out. Too much passing for the sake of it. And against Norwich, you know, 2-1. I mean, it's a close result, that. You know what I mean? They should have. They should be smashing teams like that aside, really. You know, it should be a stroll in the park for a team like Leicester. And it wasn't. That's that's where they, they, had the they struggle. What's that, Rob? I think they had the goal disallowed as well. Mm. Who, uh, Leicester? Norwich. Nah, Norwich. No, Norwich. Norwich. Did yeah. Dakar play that game? So I'm seriously interested in seeing what he's, what he's going to he do. he came off the bench, didn't he? I was on, but I didn't actually, you know, I didn't remember. Gotcha. Oh, that, that guy has been making sub-up, sub sub appearances. Sub appearances, yeah, because Vardy's yeah. playing well, isn't he? Yeah, Vardy. Vardy looks really back to his best. Which surprised me. I Seriously. thought this season his legs might be going. I thought, you know, when I, I really it's thought this has got to be the season, isn't it? But no, he seems to be playing really well. It's just three games. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He tired last season towards the end, but this season they've got you know there's a lot more gaps in between the games than last season, and they've got Dakar and Ianacho to bring in to give him a rest. So and he's not playing international football either. So you know, I, it, it might get another season or two yet from him. How old is he? Thirty-three. Thirty-four. Thirty-five, I think. Hang on. Uh, he's 34. 34. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. 35 wow. in January. Yeah. Jeez. So will Billy. <laughs> 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 Alright, let's move on from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, let anybody watch uh, Villa v Brentford 1-0? Um, <laughs> So you know well, next week what we should time. do? We should have, he's all on at the same what, time. Yeah. Do you know what we should do next week? We should all watch some football and then do a podcast on it. I think that would be a great <laughs> idea. Yeah, no, I think you're nice, Abed. That sounds terrible. Nobody had listened to that talk. shite. <laughs> talk about Formula One, I think. <laughs> Did you watch it this weekend? We wouldn't be talking much about racing, would we? Two laps behind the pace car, three yeah. hours of fucking Formula <laughs> One was just for two laps behind the pace car, so they could say they'd you know the race had been done. Now I should have refunded people. That is a disgrace. Uh, why are we talking? Well, we I only recently got into that. Yeah, we're talking about racing because nobody watched Villa versus Brentford. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Or Leicester versus Norwich. <laughs> I, mean, I told you, if the games aren't high profile, they won't be shown over here. Yeah, you're right, mate. I, I, I Listen, I forgive you, Deeps. Don't do it again. Well, Next not... week, I need you guys to be well researched. Right, research. Yeah. <laughs> Get your pen and piece of paper out, Billy. You've got to take notes, mate. Take notes like Rob did. <laughs> Who would Rob <laughs> See, Rob's a consummate professional, and he works and everything. He still does research. <laughs> yeah, Bless you're him. retired, Bill. You know, you the only thing you've got to do all week is is sluice out the bins with the jet wash, shovel the coal. Know. Yeah, sh and shovel the coal. But I went to golf on Saturday, so that's why I missed most of the game. 
fair enough, mate. Listen, you got listen, you got to give it, enjoy his retirement, Tristan. Yeah, that's why I was like, why are you going to golf? The same he's watching the last league's match. He could have been listen, watching Brentford des- Villa. What's wrong with the man? <laughs> listen, mate, he deserves a game of golf. He's, he's fought in two world wars. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he had the first one. He was too old by the second one. <laughs> the what have you guys made of Brentford? What's that, mate? <laughs> what have you guys made of Brentford since they've come up? I watched I'm the first like game. Yeah. Yeah, they're not doing themselves a disservice, that's for sure, mate. What about you, Rob? What did you think? I caught snippets of that game because I think it was on just before Liverpool started. I did fall asleep. But um, I was impressed by Rico Henry. I like Fair enough, Rico mate. He's, I like him a lot. Who did he, yeah, I like him too. Who did he, who did he play for before? Balsa. Who's that, mate? What's that, Deeps? I don't know how to pronounce it. W A L S A L L. Walsall. Walsall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Walsall. That's it, mate. Yeah. Well, do you know what? The people that that ones in Nepal and ones in Australia, they watch more football than us. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> that's like it's embarrassing. I'm, I've liked the look of them a bit so far since they've come up. Yeah. I, I think I think they're good enough to stay up as well this season. It's good to see Canos make it as well. Yeah, him too. He yeah. had a bad injury problems and that. It's great to see him back playing well. Yeah. Do you think that Villa have? I know. I know it's just, it's only three games in, but do you think Villa have been? Um, they regret selling Grealish, or would they have preferred getting the three players they bought you, for the Grealish money? You have to remember they've been hit badly with injuries, and hasn't it? Haven't they had a COVID? thing as well haven't they had a bit of a yeah, yeah you remember that so they, yeah, yeah, they've yeah. been struggling that for players so it's it's not really a fair judgment on them you know you can't really so that question them. that question's redundant until a few more games probably yeah. then yeah i need yeah. to give them time to see how they get on yeah yeah cool all right um guys um liverpool won chelsea won um Take it away, Rob. You've got a lot to talk about, my friend. There's a lot happening in this game. My first ever uh, review for a match. This is going to be interesting. It's going to be better than the ones I do. Don't worry. Mate, it's going to be better than the Brentford Villa one. You can't go wrong, mate. Initially, I was pretty happy with the lineup. I thought Samikas was a bit stiff not to have started because I think he's he's had a good start to the season that and probably the same that, that means unfortunate in English for everybody who's listening <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we started with some good intensity towards the start of the yeah. game I was pretty happy with how we started and I could see there was a bit unsettling for Chelsea yeah um, Elliot had a nice little shot early on which wasn't far off um Henderson as well, there was a really nice ball played over the top by um, Trent that Henderson got on the end of and he, he scuffed it to the right-hand side with his left foot. Mm, um, I remember that. Another thing I noticed was, I know Bobby does drop deep, but he was dropping real deep in this game. So I was just obviously happy to see him back out there playing because I love him. Uh, the Chelsea corner that they got, I didn't initially see it until they showed the replay. It scuffed off the bottom of Trent's uh, boot for the corner that they scored off. 
Um, they, right. they, I felt like they just started to settle around the time that they scored. Um, bit disappointing that the run of um, Havertz wasn't picked up by, I think it was Robertson from the post. And mm. yes, the goal was the goal was was an amazing header. Look, the flick on from that position to loop Allison was um, look that was really impressive. I thought that was a really nicely taken goal from. Do you Chelsea. think he meant um, it though? Do you think he just? Do you think he meant that, or do you think he was just flicking it on? It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to call. Um, yeah, it looked. For, I'm not too sure about Havertz's like aerial ability itself. Yeah, but you got to give him hats off for, you know, to be the keeper, especially of Ellison's calibre with a yeah, header lock yeah. that was, was, um, yeah. was crazy. So, yeah, yeah, um, I agree, mate. Yeah. I, I felt like once, once I scored that goal, it kind of rocked us a bit as well. We looked a bit rocked after that. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Martip gave away a cheap pass not long after that ended with a bit of a chance for Chelsea. I think Lukaku lost his footing. So mm. was, you could see that tussle going on between... You were saying that uh, in the build-up, I think it was on last week's pod, that who was going to mark um, Lukaku? And everyone, you know, that whole battle of the week was, oh, is Van Dijk going to be, you know, back to it enough to be able to mark Lukaku? But it was Martip, if I'm correct. He was doing most of the marking. Is that right, Tris? Well, it's, it's more Lukaku pulled on. Uh, Matic rather than Van Dijk. We did yeah, say yeah. that he would do. Yeah, we did say that. You know, yeah. if you're going to play against Van Dijk and, and Matic, you're not going to play on Van Dijk when Matic's there, are you? And that's what's always yeah. been the thing with Liverpool. We've had since Van Dijk arrived, whoever's played alongside him has been stuck with the, whoever's the attacker. And Lukaku did similar with Lovren as well when he was at United. Yeah. yeah. I felt like Chelsea was starting to look a lot more comfortable, especially out of possession. Kante was running a muck in the midfield. He's he's an absolutely incredible player. I I love him. I, I love him. He's probably my favourite player outside of Liverpool in in world football. I, I absolutely love um, Kante. I reckon he's amazing. Agree totally. Um, I didn't initially realise Bobby was injured. Uh, when he came off for a, for a second, I thought it was like a tactical substitution. So I was like, "Oh, don't say anything, what? Billy." Sorry, Rob. Sorry. I'm keeping yeah, the powder well, dry. <laughs> I know if Billy's going to pipe in in a second. Don't worry about that, Rob. But go on, mate. No, I initially, I initially didn't realise he was injured. I thought Klopp was making a you know a tactical sub, and I'm like, it's only like the 40th minute or so. So 43, 43 uh, minutes. Yeah, it was when he came. Yeah, up, that's yeah. right. And then we get to the main talking point of the game, the red card penalty. Um, I was talking to Tris earlier. I felt like it was a little bit harsh, but it is in the rules of the game, so it is understandable. Uh, I got too caught up in the craze of us trying to knock the ball in that I initially didn't see the, the, the handball because it all happened so fast. And, you know, you're on the edge of your, edge of your seat trying to, you know, see if the ball's going to go in. So I didn't, I didn't initially see the red card. Um, once they called, once they, you know, the VAR went through and I called them for it and they showed the replay, I was like, yeah, that's definitely, you could tell it was definitely going to be given a penalty. So I was, I'll was, i admit though, this is just my opinion. I thought it was like, I was a bit shocked to see the red card come out. But like I said, it is the rules because he's technically stopping the ball uh, with his hand. 
Um, the Mr. Reliable from the penalty spot, Salah, I think that's, correct me if I'm wrong, 17 in a row. From the, wow, from the I didn't know that. Really? I think, I think wow. that's pretty research. Sure, I'm pretty What's sure. going on here? I'm pretty sure that's what I heard. I'm pretty sure it was 17 in a row. Are you sure uh, you're on a podcast? <laughs> mate, you are really making us look bad. I know, this is I embarrassing. We can't have him on again. <laughs> um, and you could see that Chelsea just completely lost their heads after that. Um, Rudiger was booked for kicking up the, I think it was the penalty spot. Mendy was booked for booting the ball away and getting in a bit of a, you know, argument with Henderson and, and the lads. But in saying that, the uh, red card probably couldn't have come at a better time for Chelsea because it was on the stroke of half-time. And I thought, honestly, come second half, we we're going to run through them. I was pretty confident. But um, yeah. this isn't Lampard's Chelsea anymore. This is two shells. So mm-hmm. he's done a really he's done a really good job. I mean, the same thing happened last year when Christensen got the red card against, um, against us. And... We ended up, you know, playing really well and putting it over him. But uh, like I said, this isn't Lampard's Chelsea. So, um, yeah, he must have, you know, he would have worked wonders to calm him down at half time, gathered him, made the sensible subs. Obviously, Kante had to come off injured. Uh, but I still had high hopes of us putting Chelsea away. And um, early on in the second half, my thoughts were kind of reinforced because it looked like we were going for that. You know, we we're, we're pushing him early, we we're taking a lot of long shots, which. I don't really see too often from Liverpool's uh, players. So, uh, Mendy dealt with them quite well, you know, pushing him away and stuff like that. Um, and Chelsea obviously reacted to that by trying to close down the uh, the, the attempts from long range. Um, I felt like once Chelsea started to weather the storm, it started to look like we started running out of ideas pretty quick. Uh, I was very impressed with how focused and well-drilled they were, and they just seemed really well-organised under Tuchel. Uh, we should have, I felt like we should have stretched them a bit wider and we're playing a little bit too narrow. I don't know, Tris, if you think so, if you've got anything to add on that? Yeah, like I was, it said in the thing, I would have liked to have seen Elliot and Henderson swap sides so they could have got more width and, you know, and put, put more crosses in like, and allowed Salah and Mane to just stay central and look to get on the end of yeah. it rather than running out wide. And also, yep. I would have liked to have Rob, seen this right. carry on shooting from the edge of the box. We just stopped doing yeah, it. Me too. What yep. happens with that? I mean, that was actually causing them problems, and we just stopped. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, crack on, mate, because I'm, I'm enjoying what you're saying, mate. Crack on. <laughs> yeah, like, I agree with Tris as well. I was enjoying the long-range shots. Cool, you um, don't want to do that, mate, believe me. You know, I, uh, <laughs> I, um, I used to play keeper myself, so... I know it can get hard, especially when a shot's coming from outside the box. Obviously, the level I played against wasn't like Liverpool, but you know when you're forced to make a save, it's either going to you're either going to save it and it's going to go for a corner, you're going to push it back in a danger area. So, like Tris, I would have really liked to see a bit more of that. Um, I think Jota had a good chance with a header, and Salah played yeah. it outside the foot ball through, which is a very nice. And uh, I think he split two players and he got on the end of that. So that was a good chance. But I felt like as the as the time was going on the second half, I could see Chelsea's belief growing that they could grind out this result. They just, you know, grew in confidence and they got a lot better and we just looked like, uh, you know, what are we going to do now? It was just, like I said, running out of ideas. Um, Marty blocked Lukaku's shot 
as they had one of the they didn't know they didn't have much of the ball, but there was uh, Lukaku's effort in the second half. Marty blocked. Um, if that had went in and we went two one down, I think that would have been pretty catastrophic considering the circumstances. But um, I felt as I was reading Tris's review during the week, and I agree with the subs coming on a bit too late. In particular, Samikas and um, Tiago. I think they probably could have come on a bit earlier. And at the end of the day, when the final whistle went, I I kind of felt like it was dropped, two points dropped. And I know it's probably being a little bit dramatic, but I'm I felt really disappointed in how we played the second half. I felt as if it was a really good chance to get three points against a genuine title contender. Did you? Think um, this, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, you go. I was just going to ask. Did you think the same as me about? Uh, Simicus should have started rather than Robertson uh, Look You know me and my mates were talking about it all week And I was of the opinion of You know if, Robert, if Robbo's fit we've got to start him But really, as the game oh yeah, that, that was how I was thinking Going into it but then I was uh, you know during the game I was like yeah I think that was a mistake to start him So I, was, I obviously would have called that wrong Lops called that wrong I think he was, you could tell he was a bit rusty. His work rate's always there. He's always, you know, bombing up and down. But, you know, um, corners, delivery wasn't there on the day. Um, I'm of the opinion that I think I remember, you know, I've seen a pattern. I love Robbo as a player, but I feel like he gets a lot more better delivery when the ball's in movement compared to a corner where the ball's dead. That's what I've I've noticed with him. I, I love him. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a fantastic left back and we're very lucky to have him, but I just feel like sometimes his delivery can let him down, especially when we need it. Yeah. And on a dead ball, um, you mean? On a dead ball, yeah? Yeah, dead ball, compared to when it's yeah. you know either played yeah. off or flicked on when it, the ball's moving. My issue... Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, my issue... No, go for it, bro. Simicus, should he have been dropped, is what I meant, really. I mean, do, do you not think that was harsh? Yeah, I think now, obviously... You know, after the result, it's easy to say, you know, for me, it's harsh. But leading up to the game, I, I was just, you know, I'm, I'm just so used to having Robbo there. I was like, look, if he's fit, he's got to start. But I, I do think Simica should have um, probably started in the end, yeah. For me, I think it sends out the wrong message. If you think yeah. is playing well, playing until he's not playing well. Let Robbo force his way into the side. The same with Bobby Firmino coming on for Jota. I thought he would Here we go. Well, I'm just saying, they are, <laughs> Jokes has been playing well. He's been scoring goals. Okay, dropping for Bobby Firmino. Some problem in Hungary, then I see. Well, Do you think it was the right decision to start Fabinho? No, I don't. Fabinho looked well. I think Jota. I think Jota should have should have played because he's done nothing wrong. Same with Simakas. Do you know they what Billy? Both played. Do you know, I, I hear you, Billy. I really, really, really... I actually agree with you, mate, to be honest. Um, I agree with you on the call of Bobby, and I agree with you... With the call. I thought that he was going to play um, uh, Robbo ahead of Simicass anyway. I said that uh, on the site, mm. but I do agree. I think what's this... Listen, there's, you can take lessons in, in, in victory, but the most important lessons come from um, defeat. I think this lesson, what Klopp will have learned especially, is that you don't drop players that are in form. So I think he'll yeah. take this. This is be his takeaway now from this game. That he, he listen. Let's all face it. He probably messed up. This was a mistake. He didn't make the right calls. 
and he made a mistake and I think he'll learn from this and he won't do it in the future. He needs to mm. trust his players in the even in the big games. He needs to trust yep. the understudies in the big games. Mm. Like, was... Honestly, go on, mate. Yep. No, no, that was really, mate. Honestly, that was really impressive. You could probably do a better pod than on than us on our own, on your own, <laughs> and the three of us put together, mate. So, I'll say, mate. Rob, it was excellent. That excellent pod, yeah, mate. Thank really you very much. Appreciate that, mate. Should no we just worries, shut no, up and yeah. let him take over? I'm very impressed with Harvey Elliott as well. I think he's in a. I think he's going to be something special for us. Uh, so I'm very happy yeah, he's think, yeah. off his loan, and he's being. You know, I didn't expect it for him to, for example, start games this season like the way he has. So I'm very impressed. I think he's definitely deserved his place, and I'm looking forward to seeing more of him in the future. Good point, mate. Really good point. And that, that, that highlights what I just said as well. Let me ask you guys. Um, Deeps, I know you... I want to ask you, because you've not spoken for a while. David. Yes, mate. There are four of us, not three, except Rob. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go, mate. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Deeps, did, did Klopp's, Klopp not take a chance on Simicast because he's taken a chance with Elliot? So I'm just saying, did he not have the courage of his convictions to play Simicast because he's he's playing Elliot, which could have been a which is a wild card. I I don't know why he took the decision, but like we discussed last week, I think it was the wrong decision to take. No, no, no. Mm. That's yes, we agree. What I'm saying is he he's playing Elliot, right? Which is not he's a wild card. He's never it, 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 playing Elliot, but playing Simicast as well. Is, it, is that going to F2 wild? That's what I'm mm. asking you. It, it might be too adventurous, but I would have preferred him to take a chance with Simakas and maybe give Thiago the start and bring Elliot yep. to the game. That would have, I would have turned things that way around if, yeah. if I had to do I think in the team, but... Between Elliot and Simakas, you mean? Yeah, for, for the Chelsea game. That's a very, very, very interesting point you just made, mate. Um, Tristan, Billy, Rob, what do you think about that? That's a really, really interesting one. Would you have gone... Tristan, I know, what would you what do you think? Sorry, I missed that. I was looking at... I was putting something on the... I was typing something up on the um, talk, you know, the chat thing. For, so I was just finding that okay. the message on the shirt for St- of Sterling. Because he's got in trouble. Oh, Beeps, mate... Deep's just made a great. Deep's just made a great point, right? He said he would have bought. He wouldn't have trusted both Simicast and Elliot to start. And I'm thinking, yeah, maybe as well. Because what would you have done there? Would you tr- would you have trusted Elliot and Simicast to start? Obviously, with the benefit of hindsight. Rob, Billy, what do you think about before. that? I would have gone with. The, I don't. You keep Simicast because he's playing well. I don't see the issue. So you'd have gone both. You'd have gone both Elliot and I don't Simicast. see the issue at all. I can understand the call. With, the one I could understand was the Jota call because, yes, he's scoring goals, but his touch is freaking awful and he was giving the ball away yeah. constantly. So I could understand right. that. That one, yeah, that makes sense. Keep possession. Bobby's better at it. That makes sense. The Fabinho one was a bit of a dodgy one. I thought that was the mistake as well because he yeah. really wasn't, wasn't ready at all. He was... Totally out of sorts for the game. Mm. Yeah, 
I felt Klopp went a bit safe. He went real safe with it. That's how. That's the feeling I got. Yeah. 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 Totally good. Ben, what do you think, mate? Second four. Ada started with Simicas and Jota. Yeah. And yeah. If, if Jota wasn't doing it, bring bring Bobby on. But, yeah. Mate, well, we could have been. Go, mate. Uh, all I'm saying is, if people fight, fight and work hard to get the place. And yeah. they play well. I can't see the point in dropping. I think it sends out yeah. the wrong message to the players that you know, I'm, you know, you've done well and you're playing really well. But I'm going to drop you because I'm going to put one of my papers in, and it's not right. Yeah, no, you totally agree. Totally. It's the way Listen, it used to I... be, though. In the eighties and that, you had your first team. Anyone that came in, they knew they were going to be pulled out as soon as they were, you know, as soon as your first team came back. Yeah, but it, yeah, I thought it was wrong then, though, Chris. Yeah, I yeah no, was I, I'm then, with then you. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying it, it can work. It, you know, there is times when it's worked, so it's not like it's a new phenomenon. It, it's no, just, no, it's not, no. It's no. quite a not. It, I don't agree with it either. I think, you know, you, if your player comes in and he does well, he stays in. Yeah, yeah, that's listen, all I'm saying, yeah. I don't... I listen, I, I've read so much on the site and edited all week kind of thing on this subject, but... I don't care what anybody says. 11 men should be 10 men every single day of the week, every time they play. I just thought yep. we were devoid of ideas, right? Yep. We were naive. We were devoid of ideas. Listen, I'm not saying we need more players or whatever. I just said we we could have just should have won that game. We just had, we could have been playing till now and we still wouldn't have scored. They were, uh, forget about them being all structured and resolute. They had the best defence in Europe, etc. We just can't, I cannot believe we didn't beat 11 men, uh, 10 men. Yeah. It's just... But is that being a bit disrespectful to Chelsea? Mm. Yeah, very, they've, got very men, Billy. they've got 10 men, Billy. They've got 10 men, but they have got numerical advantage. Yeah, yeah. but they sacrificed uh, forward, basically, for a defender. And the defence was very solid. Yeah. And, you know, they, they played well. Look yeah, at the way the greatest threats. We didn't do anything to make, we didn't do anything to stretch them, make space. We just played into their hands. And again, I'm, I mean, I'm Klopp's biggest fan. He should have been sending out instruction to do this, 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 and this. We didn't create chances. We created more with 11, with 11 against 11. Thiago I mean, we had one. Definitely. Exactly. Because he moves the ball exactly. quickly. Uh, yes. Klopp had a frigging day off at the office on Saturday uh, last week. And I, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm no, I'm no anti-Klopper. I love the man. I, I really love the guy. But listen, you've got to call him out when he makes mistakes. That was think, a poor performance. Do you think he'll see that as a mistake and not a safe result? Because before the game, he'd have probably taken a 1-1 against Chelsea, even at home. But... But not in the circumstances. You're playing ten men for forty-five minutes. How is that not? Um, it has not two. Has that not two points dropped? You know, yeah. listen. It's it's it, it's disappointing. I mean, come on. Every time anybody's team that goes uh, goes um, has eleven against ten, you expect them to win. Yeah, I don't care how resolute and often, they, and often they don't. So you know, more often than not, they don't. It tends. It's very rare that teams because. Once they sit back, it becomes more difficult because yeah. they're not attacking. They're not coming out and leaving any space for you to to use it at all. 
We didn't stretch the play in any way, shape or form. I agree with you. You I'm just saying you've got to remember that it it doesn't work like that. It's It's not as simple as you've suddenly got a numerical advantage. They work on this in training every single day. Yes, but Tristan, shouldn't they be having... We, they should have been getting instruction from the touchline. Go wide, go wide, go wide. We've got well, two they did players. Go wide, but the problem two. was they were going wide with the wrong. The wrong players were going wide. Salah was constantly wide. He should have been the one in the box waiting for the ball. Then box exactly with Robertson and, and Trent. And Trent so kept, under, him. kept undercutting rather than going out wide. Are you thinking exactly? Oh, so. Go out wide and you make they they go out wide with you. And you've got space all of a sudden in the middle. Jota would have had a field day. I don't, I, listen, I'm sure they've made they made the mistakes. They won't do it again. It'll be a learning curve for everybody. Oh. And then you've got play, players like Rudiger, who's an absolute. I mean, imagine having him in your team. It gives you so much inspiration. What you know, he's so confidence inspired. I I love what? Rudiger. Are you talking about the same? You don't thing? think so? He's Positionally <laughs> awful. I'm, not I'm talking about his personally. I'm talking about his personality. He no. really, really galvanizes a team. Nah, he's he's not. I don't rate him at all. No, he can't. He, his passing's no. woeful. His touch is terrible, and he's all yeah. Over but the then he's got defensively. Yeah, but he's got he's got Christensen helping he's him Harry out. Maguire. So they make him, He's Harry Maguire and I, know, but I'm talking about his. I'm talking about his personality. I think he's got. A, he brings that fighting spirit, that warrior spirit to your team mm, that you need. All. Don't see that at all with I him. I don't rate him in the. I'm. Just, I'm sorry. He's a very average defender for me. Right, what do you think dirty. of Rudiger? Bit of a dirty player too. Uh, uh, Billy Rob Deeps. What do you think of Rudiger? Not a big fan, to be honest with you. Uh... God, he's, not, he's okay. He has some good games, but he's not what he'd say or what a good player he is. He, you know, he's a decent, he's a decent pullback, but that's as far as it goes for me. For me, with Rudin. Yeah, I, I, I rate him as a. I think you. Everybody needs a player like that in the squad, just to like. You need a hard man in there. I really do believe that, and I just don't think Liverpool have one of those. Van Dijk. Yeah, I never see Van Dyke in a. I never see Van Dyke getting in the thick of it. He's always in the background. Because I don't really see him get to. stuck Henderson's in. Henderson straight in there. Robertson straight in there. I don't know. Robertson, what he, yeah. Robert, Robbo's freaking nails. Like he'd be. He's the first <laughs> one in the middle of it. In fact, he's normally caused it if there's a ruckus, isn't he? <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> and Simicus has shown um, he can mix it. You can put him on the they, ground and he just carries on. Yeah. They listen. They're they're a unit. They're a proper yeah. weapon. That Chelsea team, and yeah, I mean it, it's they're going to be. I mean, you got you finish above them, you're probably going to be Premiership champions. So yeah, don't be and you, absolutely. Yeah. And again, we'll go on to the transfer window in a minute. And they've strengthened. And uh, well, there's well, some team. Those, but, I mean, oh. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's one player I've ever in my team. It'd be him. Yeah, if you're picking a world team, the first player you're going to pick, isn't it? He's the, he's the outstanding player in the world game, you know, the one player that stands well, up that could improve any team. Yeah. Well, Billy's going to choose uh, Bobby Firmino in his first 11 straight away. Oh, uh, no, it, it, Luca Dean. I've got to think about it first. Luca Dean would be first. Listen, how, 
How good were Chelsea? I mean, I mean, I've got to, I give and give the plaudits to Chelsea. They were so good because you go and against Liverpool at Anfield, they're facing the cop, and you do it without Kante in the second half. Now that mm. takes some, takes some doing. So they were fantastic. I, you know, what I mean, people say Chelsea, whatever. I just thought they were brilliant to a man. Mm. Yeah, they were really good. Well organised. They knew what they were doing, and they did it really well. Can't argue. Oh, with here's that a all. question. Yeah, positive result for Chelsea. What's the question? I'm waiting for the question. Has he gone? <laughs> <laughs> Has he fallen asleep? <laughs> what the hell up? The... Has he gone off? Are we still on? What the? It's still on, but... We've got a come on because we don't like Rude again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's it's because Rob's not not kissing up to him enough. That's what it is. <laughs> He's been looking forward to this since he got since I you know found out that you were his, his fanboy. He's been desperate to get some adulation. What's that, mate? Oh, he's here. He is. Sorry, what was oh, the question? Uh, um, what do you think would have happened if it was eleven against eleven? Um, exactly the same. A draw, Billy, you say? Yeah, exactly the same. Yeah, the numerical advantage didn't didn't alter the game whatsoever. If, if well, it stopped Chelsea going forward as much, but they were very strong in midfield and in defence, and Liverpool couldn't break them down. And I don't think... I think it might have been a few more chances for Chelsea, but I think the result would have stayed the same, one more. Would have been a great gotcha, game, mate. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, the red, the red card ruined the game. It was fantastic first off, really watchable and enjoyable. Even though we were losing, yeah. it was mm. still a really good watch. Like, yeah, edge of the seat stuff. I, I felt that um, they could have been two up at least because yeah. uh, uh, Kai Havertz had a really decent opportunity to slip Lukaku in, and he would have been one on one with Allison. And that could have been two 0 And uh, I think they—you're right, Rob. They had us rocking. They were playing. They yep. took they they took what we had and they gave it back to us. And I, I'm not sure what if we'd have been on a winning uh, team had it been eleven against eleven. But and again, um, who knows? Um, guys, what I wanted to get you is a couple more points on the Liverpool Chelsea game. Um, I want to get your impression on uh, uh, Mane uh, deeps. You want to get uh, answer this one? I want to get everybody's uh, thoughts on this one. How's he doing? Because he's uh, he didn't have the most didn't have the best game in the world against Chelsea. The first two games of the season were pretty decent. What's going on there? He just needs to calm down a little bit when he gets the ball. He just seems too anxious to do everything by himself. So yeah. Is it a lack of form, Deeps? Is it just a lack of he's lost, he's lost ability? I think it's, I think it's most. It it might be a little bit of lack of or loss of. I think the main thing is it's just loss of form, resulting in loss of confidence and then. Do you think that's 
it was Billy, Tris, Rob. You don't think it was the fact that Chelsea just made sure they had defence in depth. So even if he got past a yeah. man, there was always somebody else there. He was usually facing two men constantly. Yeah, they gave him no room. Yeah, he's... They marshalled him really well. Yeah, yeah every time he did something to get make... one, there was somebody else there blocking it so he couldn't go anywhere. I don't want to make excuses for anyone. I don't, I don't make excuses for footballers. But since Manny had COVID, he hasn't been the same player. That's true. Right? And you talk about long COVID, people are saying, and it's going to become more prevalent in the, in the league. Since he's had COVID, he hasn't played at all up to, his, up to what he can play for me. He's looked a bit sluggish. And I, I, I'm not saying that that's his excuse, and I'm not making excuses for him, but it might, might be a factor of why he has not played as well as he can play. Because on his day, he's a fantastic footballer. Yeah. I can agree with that to an extent. Yeah, I agree. Tristan? You can't, you, you've got to say, you don't, you know, without actually knowing his health status and that, it does see, mm-hmm. he has definitely lost form since then. He came back and he's been a changed man. There has been signs that he was getting back to form this season, but only, you know, it's still only flashes, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Did he justify his place in the, did he justify his place in the team? I think he does. I think you've got to, haven't you? You've got to start him. He's still... Fr- I mean, he, he frightened Chelsea enough that Who's they were going to two men him? on him. Who's going to come in for him, Abbott? Yotta. Yotta, for me, has got to play the Bobby Firmino role. And Bobby stays you on the bench. So, I, I, I think he's more of a weapon on the left. And me. I think he's better on the left yeah, as well. Yeah, I like him on the left, yeah. Yeah. I'd play Elliot as well as the one I think should be playing the Firmino role. Through the middle, yeah, exactly. I would love to see him that's play it. there. I think that's where his future lies. Very well, could be. Mm. You're going to have fun with this guy too, like Klopp said. Um, uh, buh, 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 next question. Um, Chelsea are facing disciplinary action for the, the melee. Um, ah, what I wanted to get, guys, this is the question I wanted to ask you. Uh, just um, finishing off with Liverpool Michael Edwards uh, there's rumours uh, media outlets suggesting that he's leaving um, how's that going to affect Liverpool Tristan how about you well I thought this was already this an, I thought this was already I thought he'd already announced he was going at the end of the season anyway I thought that was one of the have I missed have I get, got that mistaken I thought this was like a I don't think ago. I think it was yesterday I think yesterday it was announced that uh, there was speculation it was in the uh, media that he was going to leave. And I hadn't heard of it before. I don't know if you guys have. I'm sure I, dra- I'm sure I remember, like, uh, during the close season that he was, that, you know, there was, like, this was his last season. I'm sure. Maybe it was Ed, maybe Ed too had said something about it on, uh, rather than it had been in the, in the media then. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm just exactly. sure I re- I'm sure I read somewhere that he'd say, you know, that this was him, you know, his final season at Liverpool. And we, I'm sure we discussed it on the editor's widget. That's why I'm. So I didn't, I didn't, I, I, I don't recollect that, mate. To be honest with you. Yeah, my, I don't know if the I others got do. that completely wrong. I might have been, or I might have been talking like said with Ed too, because like 
I would have thought I'd remember that though him compared to you because you know he speaks proper English and is intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's it's been a long time between then, so maybe I could have got you two mixed up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he. So, this is going to affect us pretty much adversely, no? Or is Julian Ward the the, the would be would be successor an adequate replacement? It's it's you know it's hard to say, isn't it? But you'd expect him to struggle to replace Edwards. Those some of the stuff he did, it, it wasn't good, was it? He caused a few problems, but he's selling and buying How's and that? selling players. Would, what problems really did well. he cause? Didn't he, didn't he cause a few issues with uh, teams? I'm trying to remember what. I'm trying to remember what. See that now? I'm I'm so I'm second guessing myself because I can't because you know I can't remember where I read about him going, and that's what that's what's bothering me. Uh, but didn't he didn't he have a few pro, a few issues with um, falling out with clubs and that? You know. No idea, mate. Transfer, uh, no you know, idea, but. Problems, so. He hadn't uh, okay, conducted himself. Did he conduct himself badly in uh, over this uh, thing as well? The um, e- the European Super League thing. Was not aware. I'm not aware of that, mate. Yeah. I'm not aware of that, pal. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm just my 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 point of the point of asking that question is is okay. Look at David Dean leaving Arsenal. They went downhill. Look at. Um, <laughs> The United fella, uh, I can't remember his name after Alex Bergson. They, he, they went downhill after that. I mean, is that going to have the same effect? Mm. It's Hamilton, The difference at uh, Arsenal was they were then they had they had Kronk. so you know it was a changeover from a regime that was, earning, you know, that was spending money to help Wenger win things, you know, and it was run for it to be a football club rather than the business, you know? Right. And at the time Dean left, it changed over to be a business first and then a football club second. When Ferguson left, it was at the same time as... Oh, my God, what was his name? Hmm? David Gill. That's it, Gill. David Gill. David Gill. Yes, exact same time David Gill left was the same time as Ferguson left, and so they had to change ah. over to Edward Woodward, who didn't have a clue what he was doing. He'd never worked in so football. He was a merchant banker, literally, in hands. He was. Well, that's what he got that, the yeah. job. He got the job because he was the man that <laughs> set up the deal to buy United for the Glazers. That's why he got the job, right. not because he actually. He, nothing about football he'd never been involved in football other than that so it, you know he was literally a merchant banker as well as figuratively so what you're saying is liverpool have had a gonna have a year at least to groom somebody for his successor to be uh get his feet under the carpet so it should yeah. be a smoother transition hope... than gill and dean yeah, yeah? And hopefully klopp will still be in situ as well to help yeah. them through, mm. you know what I mean. It's not. A, it took a while before the effects were felt at, at Arsenal. Let's put it that way, because they still had Wenger. Yeah. So it was more. And of a, all accounts. Sorry, mate. I didn't mean to no, interject no, rudely. No, no. I was just, you know, finishing it off. So go on. Yeah. I'm. Um. I I, I was um 
from by all accounts, Julian Ward is the one that got nine and a half million euro for uh, 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 Shakiri because from the opening salvo of I don't know five million euros or something like that. And they actually, I think Leon actually went on the webs Leon's website. They actually said something words to the effect of "We'd like to congratulate uh, Julian Ward for the uh, efforts he put into this transfer," which I sent a bit peculiar. I've never seen that before. Hmm. Yeah, no, you don't often yeah, so, hear the other club mention things like that. They it normally kept secret, isn't it? Confidential exactly, rather exactly. than secret, I should say. Yeah. So anyway, guys, uh, let's uh, see, watch this space, see how that transpires. Um, let's crack on, guys. To uh, Burnley, Leeds tonight. Leeds United won all. I'm not, I know for a fact nobody watched this. <laughs> 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 Rob, save the day, mate, please. I wish I could, mate. I think I was sleeping. <laughs> Fair enough. Deeps, did you watch it? No. No. No, absolutely not. It was on in no. the background. Oh, I was doing something. You know, I was yeah, busy um, doing the match review for Liverpool-Chelsea, so... Couldn't really watch Fair it enough. properly, um, so unfortunately. Nah, well, I think, I, you know, I, think I love watching Leeds under Bielsa as well. I was yeah. gutted. I, I think the two listeners that have uh, are listening uh, probably forgive us for that. Uh, six, uh, overlooking. Six. But, seriously? Yeah. Obviously, they've all, oh, Rob's Rob. family's listening. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it's probably my friends. <laughs> no, no six, I said six, not one. <laughs> Rob, none of them are Burnley fans or Leeds United fans, are they? Your mates that are listening? No, you, right, you don't find them yeah, yeah. Brilliant. We can gloss. Then, all right, guys, uh, let's get on to Tottenham versus Watford 1 0 to Tottenham. Anybody watch it? <laughs> I, I <can't. laughs> What's that, I mate? Watch it. I, I watch Fair it. enough, Peach. Crack on, mate. You can uh, you can save the day. Go on. Well, Tottenham are decent defensively, not considered any goal. This, they go 1 0 up and then shut up, up. And Watford mm. are mostly toothless, and that's about it. They're a poor side, aren't they, Watford? Or is it just me that yeah. thinks that? They just, they just don't have the cutting edge right now. They just don't work, and everything is just to try and get the ball to smile aside and they can do something with yeah. it. Deeps, I can't make my about Sar. Is he any good? He's inconsistent, he's raw, but his issue is getting old and it's not improving. Is it me or just everybody else having trouble with Deeps listening to Deeps? Uh, he just always sends me to sleep, so I... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm having trouble... Um... Just... No, what, I, what I'm saying is... Oh, oh, I hear you better now, mate. He is very inconsistent with his end product. He's a very raw player, but he's getting a bit older now. Back, mate. Is anybody there? Hello? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I can hear uh, Deeps. I can hear Deeps. I can hear Rob. I can hear Tristan. I can't hear Billy. Can I hear No. Oh, yeah, you're sounding like a bit of a robot, Bill. Oh, do I? Oh, no, you sound Yeah, cool. All right, I can hear everybody. <laughs> go on, go on, Deep. Sorry about that, pal. 
Smilosa is a bit raw. Is very inconsistent with his end product. Right. I think he's going to be a good player, though. I think he's going to be a good player. He's got skill. He's, he's bloody quick. And he's only young. He's bloody but quick, he's... mate. <laughs> <laughs> On the Barbie. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to say that. I was just thinking someone's gonna say shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> just say it one more time for us, because nobody wanted to bring bring it up because we thought it was gonna be racist or something. Oh, one more time. Go on, mate. Shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't want to get arrested or anything. <laughs> um, what do we think of Spurs, by the way? What do we think of Spurs? What are their aspirations for the season? Just say. I I don't think they're as bad as people are making out. I think they've got a a real chance at top four. Mm. I think he's kind of galvanised them. He's given a fresh a breath of fresh air. He's clearly brought in a few a couple of signings, and I just don't think that they're going to be they're going to be. They'll be challenging for a top four spot. I can't agree with you, I'm afraid. No, I'm <laughs> with you, Bill. I think, the top four, I think the top four are already sorted, aren't they? I think I don't think anyone's gonna break into the top four this year. And least of all Tottenham. I, I don't think they've got enough. I know they've bought a couple of players in, but they're very run of the mill for me and they're not great to watch. Son is a lovely player. And he's in a, a, a very average side, but he stands out so much. And Harry Kane, if he gets fired, then again, probably will. But what the rest of them, uh, if you've got Harry Winks in your side, you can't be a good team, I'm afraid. He's awful. Oh, wow. oh he is bad. Beach, you were going to say something, Rob? Tristan? Oh, just Sun's an amazing player. Yeah. I think he's Tristan's he favourite. He is One amazing. Of, yeah, I love him. Yeah, he's, he's very, very exciting to watch. I like that. We've just had a comment said uh, saying about it. Stephen Leggett wants to thank us for our work with the Make-A-Wish Foundation to give Triple Six a podcast. <laughs> that's my mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on, uh, go on. We're talking about Son. Yeah, no, he's just very exciting to watch, and you know, he's, he's an absolutely great player. So he stands out at Tottenham. Um, bit with Billy, uh, you know, bit wasted. Um, he could probably go on to a big, uh, a, a better club, I should say, to. Maybe win something because I can't see Spurs winning anything. Yeah, I was surprised he signed a new contract. To be honest with you, at Tottenham, mm. I thought he could have had his pick of clubs, and that's yeah. a real statement. Yeah, before he when he left later, yeah, we, we, to come a to, lot of people, a lot of people were, but he wanted to go to London. Okay. okay. When he got, you know, when he yeah, moved so, to England. If I was Liverpool, I'd offer a hundred million and Bobby Firmino. <laughs> well, at the time, at the time when we were interested in him, that was the that was who he was. That was the role he was. You know, we were between him and Firmino. 
at the time. It was that time. That bad was, choice, then, Really bad choice. I don't know, but Firmino won a, cha- won a Champions League, a Club World Cup, and a Premier and League. A Premier League. <laughs> Son has won... Mm, what did he win? He's won the hearts of yes, the Tottenham yes. faithful. That's what he's won. Yeah. So I, I don't think I can agree with you there, Bill. I think Bobby Mourinho's proven himself to be to do the job. Like you know, I mean, some might have won more with Liverpool. And you can't tell. I love some, but I think Firmino turned out to be a good choice as well. Just I would have preferred. I think he started himself. off great, but but he's been missing for three years. What he was a good player before, but he's been missing for three years. At the time, though, I'd have to agree, I would have taken Son rather than Bobby Firmino at the time. Yeah, yeah. I think he fits into the Liverpool side really well. I love him. I absolutely love him. I loved him even yeah. before, you know, before then. I thought he was brilliant. From the first moment I watched him, I thought, that lad's a player. And But then the first time mm. I was watching him was in the Asian, you know, Asian qualifiers, Asian Cup qualifiers, I think it was. And you think, God, that lad's a player. And then you're thinking, or is it just the quality of the opposition? So you keep watching him, you think, no, he's fucking brilliant. You know, this he's a player. Oh, he's definitely a player. He was too good for the Asian qualifiers. You know, when he was in the Asian, the actual Asian Cup, like you watch, he was just so much better than everyone else. It was like watching an adult play kids' games. He was just so good compared yeah. to the rest it was embarrassing lovely player yeah he is so much skill so, as well Tottenham not uh, what's happening with Ndombele what the hell is happening there what a player and he's having he can't get into the Spurs side well they've got Harry Winks well, well, I don't would, think you want, would you want Ndombele <laughs> when you've got I... Harry Winks <laughs> I don't think he's it's the best his game possibly you know he, I what, think what, he's, he's, good, he's a fantastic footballer you know he's a fantastic footballer but does he like to run and tumble I thought he would I thought he'd excel oh, no he's, he's alright with that his problem is and this was what happened this is why he was frozen you know he had a falling out with Jose Mourinho is that in training he doesn't turn it on he doesn't really do enough in training and Mourinho doesn't like right. it, and Nuno doesn't like it either. He'd rather he'd rather have a player who works really hard but is crap than a player like Endon Billy who doesn't do as much in training but then turns up on the day and, and is fantastic. You know, it's like that mm. Ra- Rajin Nangalan he reminds me of. Didn't do anything. It was well, terrible the Roma, in training. Roma. was, yeah. He's, he's, Roma. he's just yeah. been released now, hasn't he? But yeah, you know, I mean, he's in his mid-30s now, but like when he was younger, he'd, he'd live up, he'd live his life, you know, he was always out clubbing and stuff yeah, like that. Martin, yeah. Didn't train very well, but when you, you know, when the game came, he was freaking awesome, you know what Which I mean? Did, yeah. He was real player, but he just didn't train well. Some players are like that, and I think he's one of them in Dunbelly. Mm. DP Weepy? <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, mate. You haven't fallen yeah, still ready? here. Are you Back ready, here. darling? All right, it's Wolves nil, Man United one. Take it away, deep. It's the it's the heist of the century. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> love that. Good night, mate. How, how did we get get out of that game with? A point, let alone three. I don't know. How did we keep a clean seat? I don't know. Well, I don't because it was Adama Traore. 
Yeah, that's that's the um, thing you had. Every chance falling to him helps. I can any other eighteen teams in the league and we're two 0 down within fifteen minutes. Wolf's and a penalty, yeah, that penalty not being given. What against Man United? You won't get a penalty there. I, love, I quite like I, I quite like watching Man United now because they they they'll they'll kind of give away they'll give up they'll score but they'll also give away chances as well. It's quite interesting, exciting game watching United play. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't enjoy the game. Mary you were awful, mate. Neutral. Awful. Uh, uh, awful would be like praising us. <laughs> <laughs> What a great double save by the Gaia, though. Oh, I know it's a bad miss. Don't know, it's a oh, bad oh. miss, but what a fantastic save that he made. Oh, one of our eight, eight things, he was back finish and he was falling down and everything. <laughs> How can you say that? Um, Deep, has he cemented the place, uh, De Gea, or is it still a toss-up between the two? Well, he has to because... Uh, Henderson's fitness is still under question, so we have to yeah. assume that it's, it's done and dusted for the here and now. Surely it comes down to how you want to play anyway with those two. Henderson, if you're playing out from the back, De Gea, if you're you know if you're not, if you're sitting back and playing Ole style, De Gea is a much better keeper. No, but like I was I was saying it with Rob before as well. It shouldn't matter how good you are with your feet if you can't keep the ball out of the net mm. as a goalkeeper. Yeah. Same, yeah. same goes with defenders. If you can't defend well, what's the point in having someone who can ping the ball 60 yards? Yeah. yeah. And, right now, and right now, De Gea is still a better keeper. And especially if he finds his form, then there's no one better. Mm. He's one of those keepers that's capable of, like, you know, just pulling off amazing things. I've always liked De Gea. I think he's, you know, not as probably good as he was a few years back, but in terms of um, freak saves and, you know, things that he does that a lot of other keepers couldn't, he's he's brilliant at that. I don't think his head was in the right, pres- in the right place when... Uh, Madrid came in for him and it got turned down yep. and I think that affected his game a lot mm. and he's a ve- I don't think he's the greatest keeper but he's a very good shot stopper yeah extremely um, good shot stopper yeah yeah but I think that's that's all of his game he's not great yep. with his feet he's not great on crosses to be honest with you but yep. as as a saver of, of shots and that he, there's no one better than him. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, you leave him on his line, he's fine. But if he has to come out and play, yeah, he's terrible. Yeah. You don't want, you know. That's why I'm saying, you know, if you've got, if you, you want a keeper to come out and play, you need somebody other than to hear you. Yeah, you're right. That's Robert. the, that's so, the so question. So a question for you. So a question for you guys. Firstly, mm. who would you who would you pick for Manchester United? Number one, and secondly, would you rather save both and bring someone else or persevere with one of them right now? The keeper spot, yeah, the number one. 
Really? I'd go with De Gea, mate. I, I, you'd have to give him the. I, I think buying another keeper is just. I mean, it's just a folly. It's a waste of money, isn't it? I mean, you can't keep spending gazillions. I mean, well, I suppose you're oh, going to Man United. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say we can. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'd stick. That's with a good De Gea. question, dude. Yeah, I would too. And I think Rob's right when he says he, he is when it comes to making freak saves. De Gea is a, is a class apart. Maybe Allison's mm. in there somewhere, but he does. You're right. That freak is the right phrase to use. He does make freaky saves, like, like unbelievable yeah. ones. He may not be. Like said just... as well, he may not be in the. He may not be in the form of his life, but he's still he's capable of those saves. Allison just makes it look easy though with his positioning. You know, mm. some of the saves he pulls off, they look quite generic, but it's like. He's put himself in a really good position to make that save instead of having to full stretch and show all sorts of acrobatics. That's what I love about Ellison. His good positioning is, yeah. is second to none. He does the basics very well, so yeah, he can make you can pull off uh, saves. Yeah, Tristan, yeah. Think, what do you think about the uh, goalkeeping situation at Man United? As I said, it depends on how you want to play. If you play in a defensive system the way Ole wants to counter, sit deep and counter, then. De Gea is perfect for that because he'll just stop shots. But if you want to play, if you want to be more expansive and play off the front foot with a keeper that comes out and play is on the ball, then you've got to go with Henderson. And he is a good keeper. He just hasn't had a, you know, he hasn't been able to cement the place and get a run. Deeps, let me ask you, Deeps, how happy or unhappy? What's your opinion on Man United three games in? Uh, same old, same old. So you're ambivalent towards it, right? Kind of. Right. Okay, guys. Um, I think let's let's move on to the uh, the the transfer window. Um, dramatic last week of the window, to say the least. Let's talk about the most monumental transfer of the lot. Solomon Rondon to, for Everton. <laughs> uh, Billy, your thoughts, please. Uh, as good as we could afford, is what I'm going to say. Is I actually like Rondon. Yeah. But I like him at West Brom. I thought he's a hard-working crafter, which yeah, uh, but likes. He costs no money. He's going to be back up all year to see out of his bit. But mate. He's my, to my sources tell me Everton fought off competition from Madrid, Paris Saint-Germain and Liverpool to land Rondon. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I bet you're tough to bet, Tony. He's better than Bobby. Put it down with him before Bobby. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not being funny. The guy does a job. He was yeah. at a job at Everton. And I think you were saying on the widget, he, he, he was at West Bromwich Albion in the Premiership, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know what? He, he scores goals and he works hard. And he, if you give him service, he scores goals. Make no mistake about it. He's not a, a, a major signing, you know, a marquee signing or anything. But, you know, we're in, not in the position to buy uh, great players at the moment. And he's as good as we're getting for a, a nominal fee or a nil fee. Yeah. You know, so if he, if he gives everything for Everton, you know, the fans will take to him. If he works hard, that's all I can say about Rondon. 
Did you get rid of James in the end or not? No, unfortunately, we didn't. No one's going to pay two hundred thousand a week for yeah, a player who doesn't do that much. Yeah, Turkish still. Turkish teams can still buy. And Portugal, 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 Turkey, yeah, for tur- Turkey for a turkey. Turkey for a turkey. There's more where that came from, lads. Don't worry about it. Right. Um, Please, no. <laughs> I mean, we've got to talk about. I mean, let's we let's we we've got to talk about. If we're talking transfer window, we've got to talk about CR seven deeps. Um, what's your what what say you, mate? Well, thumbs up back. or thumbs down? How can anybody give thumbs down? Because well, he's blocking the path of a few players. Whom? Ronaldo. He's 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 he. Listen, he listen. He ain't the Ronaldo of old. Juventus finished fourth last season with him in its scoring goals. So that Ronaldo effect, I'm not sure if it's still there or not. I oh, know I'm not playing devil's advocate. I don't know. He could be a he could have a phenomenal season and you could win the Champions League. Uh, sorry, the Premiership. No, yeah, agreement. No, no, if anybody is blocking Greenwood's path, it's going to be Sancho, and I don't think Sancho is as good as Greenwood right now. Forever. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think Sancho's going to have that galvanizing effect for you guys. But but you think CR7 is a great signing, a positive thing to do off the pitch, on the pitch, etc. On the whole, I think it's a, it's a great signing. Just as a player on the pitch, I think it's just a good signing. Do you think he's going to have the the effect where he takes you to the Premiership title? Because that's what they bought him for, really, isn't it? No, because we have all at the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? I was reading text. Because we have all at the wheel. <laughs> Mate, you've got... You, so what your window has been, Sancho, Varane um, and Ronaldo, right? Yeah. That's... I mean, as transfer windows goes, that's pretty special by anybody's reckoning. I mean, anybody had done that in world football, you'd have been saying, wow. So, Man United have done it, and you still don't think you're going to win the league. No. They didn't get what they needed. Sorry. They they right it's for anything right special. I'm, I'm not convinced. Apart from the fact he's injury-prone, from what I've seen of it. I just remember him always being no, injured. I'm not that no, impressed no, 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 of him. He he's can't, not injury-prone anymore. Is he not as he sorted that? Was that just when he was younger? Yeah, in the last in the last two three seasons, he hasn't missed more than five games a season with okay. injury. Uh, Dicks, why didn't you buy? He's, he's got no positional sense, and he's playing along. He's going to be playing alongside Maguire, who's got no positional sense. Mm. Just seems like a bit of a disaster to me. They needed someone like uh, Ruben Ruben Diaz from you know Man City bought someone like that. Not just Pal a name. Torres. They're buying a name rather than the player. Pal Torres would have done well for them, I think. That would have been a good purchase. Listen, I don't have fascination for footballers, mate. Not like <laughs> you. Do you not think that they've just bought names rather than the best players? Yeah. For their That's how it feels to me. Sancho, I, I've done, I don't is. see the hype about him at all. I do not understand it. He's got skill, no, but he only works when it's... He only ever looks good when he comes on late in games against tired legs. 
Varane, he, he can't, he's not good positionally. He's never looked a good, solid defender for Real Madrid, ever, from what I've seen of him. I just don't understand the hype with him. And he's not young either, is he? Isn't he 29? He's 28. 28, sorry. So he's not a young player who's learning. And then they've brought Ronaldo in, who's clearly over the hill and on the long way down the slope towards the end. And really, probably was look. It was probably lucky to find a club like United, you know, United and City being needing a player like that for what for different reasons. In United's case, it's all about the fans. For City, it was mm. because they haven't got a striker. So you know, mm. if it, they hadn't been, I, I just don't think he wasn't as good for. He wasn't that good for Juventus last season. And, but he'll still pop up and score goals. You know, he he could. I think he's a. But is he? I think he's a great Galacticos, Harlem, got That's it, Galacticos, kind of, yeah. 
scat, scat, scat a, a gun approach to transfers. Yeah, it's it's just buying names. If if Declan Rice had been a huge star, they'd have bought him. Yeah, that's why they didn't so buy him because he's not a big name. So let me ask you: if the whole world can see, oh, oh, like Deeps, Man United through and through, is a Man United supporter. If he can see that they need a number six, Billy can see they they need a number six, right? Why can't Man United see they need a number six? Because I don't get are, it. I just because because we are Man United and we're stupid like that. Like <laughs> I can see, I can see Ole isn't good enough, but they see him good enough to give him a three-year contract. Do you not feel yeah, but, it's those above him are not worried about winning things? They're worried about what brings in the most money. That yeah, must be are, the case because yeah, we are, we are turning into a bit of an arsenal. Yeah, it's all about just make, making the biggest profit rather than making the best team. That's how it feels. Which is what happened with Real Madrid with the Galacticos. It wasn't about winning trophies. It was about getting the most shirt sales. Yeah. But the issue is you don't get more money in if you don't win on a regular basis. That's no, no, that's that's not true. Outside, a lot of people, a lot of countries around the world, will the, the people just follow players rather than you know. I meet a lot of people here that just follow players. You know, players they like rather than teams. So Nobody believed you when you said you meet a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be amazed though how many people don't really follow a team. You know, as such. No, I, I know, I know, and I, I know it firsthand. But what I'm saying is, slowly, not right now, but in five years, ten years time, slowly, it's gonna reflect on your accounts. Mm-hmm. Arsenal, Arsenal didn't become a laughing stock in two years' time. Yeah, but you're not. Gradual... Arsenal weren't buying big names; they were just buying crap, really poor because they weren't spending money. And at the, the end of the Wenger when? era, they were buying cheap. Oh. No, they, were, they weren't spending the money. Man United are doing what Real quantity. Madrid did. It's quantity rather yeah. than quality, yeah. Yeah, Real Madrid were buying huge names and it improved them as a commercial entity. No end. I mean, you only have to look at now they're getting, you know, this deal with Jordan and stuff like that for the kits. Yeah, but they won on the They won three Champions Leagues I mean, as well on the, on the bounce. So... Yeah, but, that was... uh, but before then, I'm talking about the Galactico era. I'm sort of like, they, okay. they, you know, you Luis Figo, the Luis Figo era. Yeah, and that kind of thing. They, they weren't winning. Tro- you know, Barcelona were dominating, but Real Madrid were still earning the most money. Sometimes it can work, you know. I don't see how Man United can go down that route because their fans will be in. They'll start beating up policemen and stuff like that, won't they? been all right so far because they've got ollie at the wheel and there's too many of them are still of the you know still remember him for scoring one goal i just think that i just think that it's it's i just think it's a massive mistake for not buying a six i don't think it's, i think it's an oversight i don't think it's some uh, uh, um thing that they've done intentionally yeah well they were trying to get one weren't they because they certainly tried for camavinga Certainly, we're interested yeah, so, in him. So, so, so that's that's my. Um, but if they, uh, we're all gonna, have, if they'd had a on, big mate. name one, I'm just saying, if there'd have been a big name one out there, they would have made sure to get him, no matter what it took. I think. 
But you don't get a big name number six. That's well, yeah, exactly. That's the problem. And that's why you've got Fred there. Yeah. Dave, yeah. who would you would have brought in? Indeed. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Good choice. Yeah, that's not a big name. It's only five letters. One <laughs> <laughs> up Basuma as well. I mean, he would have yeah. G'd up that midfield. Yeah. Player. Yeah, but he's not a number six. Well, he's not enough. That's my. That's you just played that role. You just messed up. You've just messed up my prediction for the transfer market in January. Well done, Tristan. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased now. That's made my day. <laughs> well, how about Soul? That's yeah. a good yeah, play, mate. One, yeah. Well played. I mean, they've been after Soul doesn't years want to play well. DM. Yeah, so, Soul doesn't want, want to play DM. That is the issue. He wants. What does he want to play centrally? Yeah, he wants to play more box to box, more attacking. Yeah, yeah. So, Rob, why don't you, um, Rob, why don't you uh, talk about Seoul going to Chelsea, mate? Because uh, they missed out on Kunde, allegedly. Yep. So, and they and they got uh, in the last minute they got Seoul. What do you think of that, guys? I was I was live Rob? streaming it while I was at work because at the time um, the window hadn't closed yet, so I had my right. phone going and I was I was watching it and. I, you know, from a from a Liverpool perspective, I was hoping that they didn't get him because I do think he's an absolutely great player. And yeah. I wish he was someone that we looked at trying to get in. You know, I do understand the whole Liverpool talk with the money and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of jealous to be completely honest because um, I really think he's going to improve him. Mate, we couldn't even afford to buy sour haircut, let alone pay his wages. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah, I did say it. The I start think he's going to. Sorry, cool. No, I was just going to say, I said at the start of the season, he'd be, you know, start of the window, he'd be my fantasy signing for Liverpool, would have been Saul. Yeah. Fantastic player. Him and Bissouma would have oh. been more picks. Yeah, yeah, either of them, yeah. Been great. I think Bissouma would, would fit our midfield like a glove. Mm, I agree. We could we could have died happy men if Saul and Bissouma signed for Liverpool. <laughs> either of them. <laughs> I'd have been happy with one of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, all right. Okay, why didn't we sign anybody, Tristan? Money, because you can't, you know, we, every team's so desperate for cash and we simply don't have cash to pay up front. That's that's the issue. We can pay so like, it wasn't... big fees over a period yeah. of time, but teams want money up front because everybody was in the same position where nobody had cash this year because of the COVID thing. <laughs> It's a it's a really difficult window for everyone, and those clubs that had cash, were, you know, were sitting pretty. You know, that's why Chelsea were able to get Saul at the end of the window and that because they had the cash to to spend. So it's a five million loan fee and a thirty five million apparently uh, option to buy at the end of the con at the end of the loan you for Chelsea. Very good deal for Chelsea. The issue is his wages, Sorry, obviously. Yeah, the wages would yeah. be high, but that's a very good deal for Chelsea, to, in my opinion. You have to remember, in Spain, wages yeah, are reported right. after tax, whereas we talk about them in England before tax. So when he's yeah. being reported as on 300,000, he's not on 300,000. That's how much he takes home each week after tax. Wow. So, yeah, so when wow. you think of it, yeah, you talk about, you got to remember how much he's on. And Griezmann's being paid more than him. 
Yeah, he's gone back to he's gone back to Barcelona. How are they? No, Atletico. That's why they offloaded Saul to make room for him on the wages. Wow, 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 wow. Um, what would you do with all that money? Me? <laughs> Good question. Oh. It's unbelievable. The amount they earn is ridiculous. I tell you what, well, if, if, Tristan, if Tristan had that much money, he still wouldn't go out. <laughs> <laughs> you could get Billy a new pair of knees. Yeah. <laughs> you know what and I did as well? You know what I'd spend it on, Albert, you know? <laughs> Yeah, of course I know, yeah. yeah. And it's not even it's not even perverted. No, it's just <laughs> traders. <laughs> uh, traders. <laughs> traders. I would, I'd spend a freaking lot on <laughs> traders. You'd have every Nike uh, Jordan uh, released, every colour. Yeah. <laughs> There was something on the chase this week. The Dias Pedro trainers. Oh, hundred and thirty-five thousand, weren't they? No, two point seven million is the Dias Pedro trainer. Jesus. Wow. See, I've got, I've got <laughs> so, a pair wow. worth two grand. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you, you said on the. I know. Yeah, I'm still. I, I don't know whether. <coughs> I don't know whether to wear them again or not. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah, he's only going to wear them to the kitchen. Don't worry yeah. about him going out. <laughs> <laughs> you don't right, want to get so a message. That's a great segue into the transfer to PSG, actually, but uh, I won't. Um, so you don't, just the last thing on Liverpool, you don't think that, um, you don't believe the, 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 about Liverpool not, it's not that they can't afford it, it's just that they did they have too many players in the squad. There was no space. That was and part he's happy of with his squad. Is on you know unloading. We needed to get rid of a few um, foreign players. Was one of the problems to create space yeah. for for more to come in. But like I said, the biggest problem was a they were the players that we're looking at wanted huge wages that like would have broken the back of the rest of the team. Like because you'd have done that to up the wages of everyone, and it's the upfront payment that was the biggest problem. We got away with it with Jota yeah. because we gave them Hoover. He was Jota. the down payment when we yeah. bought him last season. Yeah. That's what right. we could do. That's what we did. But we're still paying for Jota. You know, you're still making payments on Jota now. So this is the problem is the, what they've done is from the start, they, you know, with everyone from Allison to Van Dyke, you're making payments in arrears constantly. And then suddenly you're finding that you've got eight players you're paying for still. When you're trying to buy players the following season, this is the this is exactly what happened with Portsmouth and why they ended up bankrupt and going down the leagues, is they were paying so many you know post payments that they couldn't buy new players and they had to sell players to pay the make the payments like. This so you completely understand you completely understand FSG's um, uh, approach to not buying anybody. Cooper. Shh. I think um, prob- you can they've, they've made a mistake in the past. This was the thing: is they they've got it wrong in the past. They should never have got into this situation at the, in the first place with these post pay- payments. It's it's the wrong way to do business. You know, making most of your payments in arrears. You try and pay as much off in front as you can, and so you know lessens what you've got left, so you know where you are all the time. As they've trying to put it in arrears, thinking, well, we'll get in this income. And that's fine in yeah. a normal year, but we've had this 
you know the pandemic where everyone's locked away and you've not had the the income from the crowds you've not had the sales the same amount of sales from the club shop for instance as well and things like that so it's a massive hit in finances and we've still had to make the same amount of payments as we were in the past and to be fair we've updated a few extended some contracts as well which is very expensive as well yeah yeah it's personally i just think it's it's been a mistake that's been it's been coming you know what i mean the way they've been just trying to put things off rather than just paying them off in the first place but nobody could appreciate a pandemic a global no, pan- no, pandemic no no that, that's I mean, true so. but i just mm. i wouldn't that's not the way you run a business is to put everything like that anyway you know, to me, anyway, okay. that's how I think of it. I think you shouldn't put things on, you know, in on a future basis all the time like that, because that just ends up, eventually, it cripples you. I just couldn't understand the Liverpool supporters wanting players like Sancho to come in, just for a name. Mm. Yeah. You know, bring someone in who's not going to pick the system, is injury prone, and they want all these names. And you've got a very good squad there. And he'd done nothing but moan last week at the time of transfer day. It was absolutely pathetic, to be honest. I mean, we've got people saying there's three three teams with really strong squads in the Premier League. That's why Liverpool won't finish in the top four. It's like, what? So there's three teams with great squads. So Liverpool won't finish in the top four. That still leaves a space in the top four. You know what I mean? It's like, how do these people not see the stupidity of their whines? It's just whining for I the sake of it. It's also a sense of jealousy. Like, people will get jealous when Man City will spend 100 mil or good Chelsea point. bringing well, Lukaku from a high point. It's like, well, if they're yeah. doing it, they don't understand. They, they think, if they're doing it, why can't we? And they sit there and they see these player announcement signings and they get all jealous. Well, everyone else is strengthening. Why aren't we doing it? Childish. Yeah, you're yeah. right, Rob. Basically. It's like the, like the Rob's like the voice of reason. I know. We can't have him on again. It's no good. He's making us look like idiots. Oh. To be fair, that's probably because we are, but, you know. Yeah. We, 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 we're the name. We are... Our, Podcast C U N T. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Right, guys. Um, I just I need to get your thoughts on this because I'm I'm pretty incredulous at PSG saying no to 170 million uh, yeah. for Mbappe and then uh, losing him on a they're going to get him for nothing next season. I just don't get it. Why would they just let him go? To deeps earlier, if you know you're going to lose a player to sign a pre-agreement in January to join at the end of next season, why would I understand it was it definitely was late in the window, but surely with the money that you've got, you can buy almost just about anyone. A lot of players would like to move there, so I don't know why you keep a hold of a player that looks like he's a certainty to go when you've been offered that much money. It didn't make sense to me. I know what you're saying about being able to buy someone else, but do they even really need him? That's the thing. Fantastic player as he is. Absolutely brilliant. But do they even need him? They'll stroll the the French League. Well, then again, Pochettino's in charge. They could be in trouble. Actually, I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe they should have brought brought in Ronaldo, actually. Yeah, I don't know. I just found that. Sorry. 
No, sorry, Rob. No, no, no. Go for it. Go, go, go. No, I was just, I was just reiterating. I, I was just dumbfounded when, I, when I heard, yeah. you know, I'll follow Sky and Fabrizio Romano, and I'm always trying to keep up to date because I love the transfers. And I'm sitting here reading, you know, um, Real Madrid have offered was it was the initial offer 130, 140. I'm like, oh Not well, sure, that's mate. yeah. Yeah, there was apparently a first, yeah. offer, a first offer, and I was like, well, that's huge money for someone. Oh, you know, although it is Mbappe, it's at the same time. He's clearly wanting to leave. He clearly wants to go to Madrid. And then when the second offer came in, I'm like, well, that'll be it now. And apparently, <laughs> nothing happened. So they must be trying to go all guns blazing this season. But I don't see the point of keeping him when you can cash in on him now. Yeah, I agree. Totally. Totally. Yeah. How, they must, I mean, crazy, crazy. And Madrid, they, they, they're building quite a team, though. I, I like the, the Alaba transfer, for sure. I think he's a very, yeah. very good player. Um, they need right, a centre-back, though. Alaba's a centre-back, isn't he? Kind of, sort of. Okay. These, these days, uh, more centre-back than left-back. No, but, but still, they need a centre-back to replace... Ramos, so Mar- Ma- uh, Sergio uh, Ramos, yeah. Ramos. They should have yeah. gone in for Pell Torres. Oh, but you can't have a fascination for a player, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> right, let's just uh, let's finish it off and um, let's uh, guys. I want to know um, in the spirit of uh, transfer windows. In the January transfer window, one pl- one transfer. Do you think that's going to happen? Can I, before we do, while, while you're thinking about that, can I just ask? Does anyone understand why Arsenal didn't buy Bissouma? He wanted to go there. Oh my God, mate! Sorry, I forgot. That was a great. Uh, thanks for uh, pointing that out. Well, Arsenal I just thought just give, us, give everyone. Better. Yeah. I just thought I'd give everyone time to think answer to your question because obviously it's a tough one. Brilliant. Yeah, but they, I mean, how much, I mean, they they signed the defender. They can't have much more money left. No, but they could have signed Basuma. They, they've had all summer to Early sign Basuma. He was ready, to, he was, you know, he was being offered to them by his agent from the start. Wanted to go there, well, bizarrely. I mean, I don't understand why Basuma would want to go to Arsenal. He's at a better team. <laughs> I mean, it's a huge <laughs> step down at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm dumbfounded. I don't know. I, I'm incredulous at that. I'm speechless. Absolutely speechless. I don't know the answer. He's been sensational this season again. It's like the third season yeah. in a row. He's looking like a star man. Do you think if we sort out our finances, what we're just talking about with with the money situation at Liverpool, we could you could see us going in for it? If we didn't, I'd I'd want to sack the uh, whoever's doing the scouting because they they mustn't have a clue what they're doing if they're not looking at Basuma. Yeah, yeah, you might be perfect. You might be looking at him, but you need the money. Well, that's what he's saying. If we've got well. yeah, if we've got the money sorted, that's what Rob was saying. Would we go for him? And I was saying, but, yeah, if they didn't, if they've got the money there and they don't go for him, then you, you've got to say there's a problem there. There's something wrong with the recruitment if they're not. Yeah, yeah, but he also he before you start getting too dramatic, he wants he there's got to be a desire from the player to come to us as well. Clearly, he's he, he's not all there upstairs. You know, he's yeah. he, he's his head scrambled because he wants to go to Arsenal. 
So, yeah, but would he still want to go to Arsenal now after the start they've made? Yeah, but he would have known Arsenal are going to be what kind of calibre Arsenal are three games isn't ago it, before the season started. Isn't it because one of his I've forgotten? Isn't it Obama Young? No, Pepe. Pepe that's yeah, it, no, no, that's Pepe. it. Yeah, it's because it's his mate. That's the only reason he wanted to go there. Yeah, they came through the Lille Academy. I think like spent a year or two. Not not too much, but still. and they said an agent as well. I think. Yeah, they get that good. Yeah, but wouldn't you want? I mean, wouldn't you want to hang around with Salah and Hendo and, like, Bobby and stuff instead of Pepe? Uh, I would. Or Cristiano, maybe. That's yeah, a point. I, mean, I, you know, all Man I don't understand why Man City didn't go in for him as well, because they're midfield. I'm not, I'm, I'm not convinced yeah. it's, you know, part of De And he suffers yeah. so many injuries now. He seems to always be picking up knocks of some kind or other, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. they've looked really sad. see I'm not I don't think they're as good as people think they are they've got a real problem up front they've only got Ferran Torres and he's not a proper striker the, you know and the midfield is, it just doesn't convince me but they've got fantastic defence but I'm not convinced by Edison as well in goal I'm, I know everyone seems to love him but I think he's dodging oh, positionally and he can be so bad on the ball at times did you see him against um, Arsenal? Well, when he kicked the ball against someone, didn't he? Yeah, he was lingering around on the ball, kicking yeah. the ball into people. I don't, I don't understand the hype around him. Positionally, look for me myself, I love to take because, I, like I've mentioned before, as a keeper, I love to look at the keepers from every team. That's one thing I've always been into. Mm. And the amount of hype and people talk Edison up to be one of the best in the world. I don't see it with him, to be honest. I think, like you said, positionally. Very average. Kicking and all that, yeah, he can kick a ball near the whole field, but I don't really see the whole hype around him. I don't know how people compare him, and I know this may sound biased, but to someone like Ellison. I think Ellison's far better than Edison. Very rash. As a keeper, Rob. As a keeper yourself, Rob. As a keeper yourself, Rob. What do you think of Pickford? (laughs) (laughs) Don't get me started on my best friend. Serious question. Serious question. Last season. Um. Oh, look. I think he's got a bit better than what he was before. Yeah. Compared to a few years ago. Um, he's improved. Wasn't yeah, he, he definitely has improved, but I still don't think he's he's you know that good for me. I don't think he's that good. That's just my personal opinion. He has definitely uh, come away since the last few years especially but look I don't know you know everyone's got an opinion on a player everyone watches in a certain way I like watching keepers I'm a bit funny I'm a bit funny with Pickford I think I I just don't think he's that good I think he's okay I think he's improving and that's obviously good for you and and Everton fans and such and England but um yeah I'm not the biggest fan of him I think he's very he's a bit dodgy as well with his hands positionally you know, a bit funny as well. That's just what I think. He's a shot stopper. No, we were talking yep. about the game before. He's a shot stopper. He's, he's not great uh, with crosses. Yep. And his kicking is, can be all over the place. Yeah. But he's, a, he's great on the line. Keeper. His save, he yep. makes some great saves. But he's not what I'd call a classic keeper like Allison. Who's yep. good. He's got an all-round game. All-round he's game. a very good shot stopper. 
but he's not a great keeper. But he has yep. he has improved, and I think he's still improved. He's grown up a bit for me. For, for me, he, what's he changed is less rash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's part of growing up, Tris. Yeah. I think he's what matured a little bit, you know. And I, I think he, I think he's still probably in the do you top what, five. Do you know what's he's changed? I'll tell you what's most is of the change is he's not doing so much of the going out drinking with his mates from back home anymore. Exactly, exactly, Tris. Or committing GBA to Liverpool defenders. <laughs> <laughs> the one I'm going to be keeping my eye on this season is the, the new Wolves keeper. He's the one so, I want to have a good look uh, at. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's the one I want to have a good look at. They keep, they're picking out some uh, real players. That Trancao looks like a player at Wolves as well. The Portugal B team. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's all we but call them. <laughs> Good Listen, signing, you, though, Trincao. Well, I like him. Yeah, I like him a lot. He'd be worth about 50, 60 million about a year. Playing much better football under Large or Lager or whatever his yes, name is. Sure. Yeah. Much more interesting <laughs> and then, to watch. Nuno's awful. Terrible football under Nuno. So boring. And then they, and then they've got Neto to come back as well in a few weeks. What about Aldi? Yeah. For Tesco, <laughs> mate. <laughs> You're just posh. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously too rich. Um, shall we crack on with the um, the question of the prediction for the January transfer window, guys? Transfer. Uh, what one transfer from everybody, please? Can I, can I be? Can I start safe? Is, hopefully, hopefully this one's allowed. Um, I think that Hello. Mbappe is going to agree a free transfer at the end of the season to Real Madrid. Oh no, yeah. that's not January Sorry, transfer, though, mate. You know you can't go with that one, Sonny. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're cheating there. <laughs> can't have that one. It was all. It was going all. So, it was all going so well, Rob, as well. Oh. Trying to cheat. I mean, yeah, you see, this is what happens when you get these people in. They get too big for their boots when they think they're, you know, they think they're living <laughs> up, taking over, <laughs> showing us up, and then they, and then it turns out they were cheating all along. And the Mbappe arrogance comes yeah. out. Mate. <laughs> yeah. Disappointing. Disappointing. My one is going to be Declan Rice to Manchester United. Oh, good one, good one, mate. Lingard to Everton. Yeah, another good one, yeah, very yeah. possibly. Yeah. Uh, Tristan, Deeps, oh, sorry, Tristan, Rob? Hmm. Uh, fingers crossed, the sumo to Liverpool. Shit, okay, mate, yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, hmm, oh, I forgot, hmm. Can I choose... Something di- I'm going to say Antonio Conte to Arsenal because they're going to be desperate yeah. by January. Good one. Good one. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. And Good I think one. he might be, yeah. you know, he might take the job then because they'll offer him anything yeah. he wants to take it. Yeah. How about you, Abbott? I reckon Andros Townsend's little sister to Everton. <laughs> <laughs> um, I reckon, I think Basuma will go to United. Ooh. Would love it. Ooh. I think Basuma will go to United. No, I but, can. but I there can is, some, yeah, there is some some level of interest though. 
he if came out with interested, a, uh, see, they must be mental. It's that simple because he he's that at, good. But so would they, would you put it past United to be that mental? No. Exactly. No, That's why they, I'm saying I don't think it'll happen because they're too. They just don't <laughs> seem to see. It. He's not a big enough name again. That's the thing. He's not a galactic. No, ghost, so he, that's where the problem. He lies. came. No. He, what he needs to happen? Listen, what on, needs to happen is Sorry. Manchester. Manchester City need to go after Bisuma, and then yeah. we're going to sign him. <laughs> <laughs> you buy him, yeah. Only, and then, and then just you're as right they're, teams. yeah, just as you're about to sign him, Man City will come out and say, "Well, we didn't want him anyway. We'd already pulled out." Honest. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> but 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 Deeps, let me just have the final word on this, mate. Um, why would you sign a player who's 36 years of age? So just so that your rivals wouldn't sign him, I just don't understand that approach, and that's the reason because everybody's saying it. Ferguson said it as well. We couldn't have him sign him for um, City. I mean, what's what's that about? I'm I'm again can't believe it because he's Cristiano Ronaldo. He's certainly good enough, and he's a legend. <laughs> Is he no, good but, enough? But, but, uh, no, no. Basically, I think the main reason is because Glazers don't want to ruin the relationship with the fans anymore. It's already very poor. So I think I think a lot of it is. Okay, mate. Yeah, well. you make a good point. I, I think that's you the main thing. Point. It galvanizes the fans and gets them behind the team. I think that's a huge. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? it? And isn't it's isn't it to be like? A, I think that's. Isn't the, it said to be something like? Uh, a conference call with uh, Woody, Ollie, Joel Glazer, Mendes happened, and then Knight, Knight as yeah. well. Yeah, and I remember saying at the time, arms got the deal done. I remember saying at this the the, the furor, furor about the ESL. I remember saying it in the live stream stream that the Glazers were that will buy affection. They'll buy affection from the fans, and nobody under, nobody agreed. This is what they're doing. It's exactly what they're doing. I still, and think, it's just, I still think it's not that. It's more about buying Galacticos to sell shirts and stuff. I don't think they're bothered about the affection of the fans. I don't think they're bothered about the protests or anything like that. They've never shown any sign of caring before. This is just about making money. It's pure finances for you, yeah? Yes. They couldn't have him going to, to City because he's with... The, Ten times as much to United as he is to City. Well, they're going to make their money in uh, sponsorship deals because yeah. everybody wants to be aligned to Ronaldo, right? Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah. yeah. And shirt sales, sell, they'll sell, you know, yeah. have merchandise galore. Not yeah. just Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> stuff. It's kids will go in, you know, buy other stuff because they're there because of Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. You're doing the guy down, you know. He's still one of the best players on the planet. Yeah. And I, he's a fantastic player. He, is, he still is. Yeah, and he's as fit as a butcher's dog. I'm not arguing that at all. Nobody I don't think anybody said he's not. I think the point is he's thirty six years old, he's clearly on the downhill slope, he's not been the same player. He'll score goals but he doesn't do anything off the ball anymore. And he wasn't he what United, and he wasn't what United needed more to the point. Yeah, I, I love that, but I love that last bit. It, it was not what he needed, but he's still a fantastic mm. player, and I think he'll do a good, really good job for United. Yeah, and United like, didn't 
and United didn't go after him until it became clear that City were seriously in for him. That's what I was just about to say. It's <laughs> like United never planned for this to happen. It's like they were never really chasing Ronaldo. But the moment City went in, it's like, no, no, no. Come to us. Come back home instead of going there. That's what it looked like to me. It was never really a plan to bring him home until he came out and said that he wanted to leave and all that stuff. And City showed an interest. And that's when they brought him back. I think, right. everyone, uh, I think they expected him to go to PSG, so they were thinking, oh, that's okay, that's not going to yeah. affect us. And then as soon as he said, like, he's going to City, it's like, shit, we can't have that. Mm. Is it so controversial? Is it, is it controversial to say that Cavani is a, would have had more of a positive effect on the United this season than Ronaldo? Because I believe so. I think Ronaldo, Cavani, his age, is a better player than Ronaldo now. At this moment in time, I think Cavani is a better player than Ronaldo. And I think he's... But what Ronaldo brings you is that experience, that galvanisation, that, that strut in the arm that they probably need United, that, they, that mm. they can take it over the line, that they do... They, he brings belief. He'll bring a winning mm. men mentality and this, the, yeah. intang the intangibles that, you know other things other players won't bring he brings and not just mm. i think it's more having him around as an example to the kids when you've got yeah. young players yeah. like they've got like greenwood and that he's a great example the same reason you know the opposite thing when barcelona had, had ronaldinho and messi was coming through and he had to get rid of him and deco and that because they were turning up pissed to training and turning up pissed to games yeah. as well they had to get rid of him because yeah. they didn't want him to you know to to influence messi Ronaldo's the exact opposite. You bring him in because he's a great influence. You know, he'll, he'll train yeah. so hard yeah. and he'll do extra training as well. And that's what you want around the kids because you want them to see that yeah. and, and copy it. I think that's probably the biggest uh, effect he'll have. Yeah, because he's doing Ollie's job for him, basically. Mm. Well, Cantona did the same thing yeah. when he joined. Exactly, yeah. It yeah. wasn't so much what he provided on the pitch that really made the difference. His main contribution was the way he worked off the pitch, which um, inspired the kids to work it's harder. That professionalism that, yeah. It's that professionalism that CR7 will bring, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you can't argue with that because he's probably the, the most professional lifestyle, you know, as in terms Play of how rich, he yeah. lives the, in, in the world. Yeah, yeah. And James Milner. Yeah, I... well, yeah, James... <laughs> and James Milner, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but Rob, let's face it, they, they, they have, there's not exactly the same effect, is yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. James Milner <laughs> rocking up to trading, you get Ronaldo rocking up to trading. Yeah, I love Billy, but yeah, it's not quite the same thing, is it? <laughs> or Ibrahimovic. Ibrahimovic? No, because he's a attitude problem. I mean, you only had to look at what happened when he was at United last time. The fights with Lukaku no, 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 and that. No, we're not talking. No, we're not talking about being brass or anything. Just professional towards him. Yeah, but it doesn't. It's, he, that's what my point is. He doesn't inspire others to be more professional because the guy's a complete knob, and he actually actively set people against him rather than for you know a lot of them turned on him you know what I mean there was massive problems with him in the behind the scenes I just want to say if if, if Ibrahim Merch is listening Tristan said you're a knob none of us said it <laughs> I didn't call him a knob 
I for sure didn't call him a knob. <laughs> Tristan said it. I'm quite happy with that. I would that. not say that to his face. It really I would not say me. that to his face. really wouldn't bother me. <laughs> it's all right. Lukaku would be happy to slap him for me. Yeah. <laughs> Do that little shit. Hmm? What's that, mate? Yeah, their argument about that little shit again. You should meet me outside the stadium. All right. Look, imagine them two having a tear up. Jesus. Lukaku and Abramovich. That's going to be. <laughs> Whoa. Ibrahimovic, you mean? Yeah, Ibrahimovic. I don't think Roman Abramovich yeah. is going to get involved in that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he, his bodyguards might do. Yeah, his bodyguards <laughs> might deal with it, but I don't think he's going to yeah. do it. I'll buy a ticket for that. Ibrahimovic versus Lukaku in the ring or the octagon. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Guys, on that note, I think, should we uh, call it have curtain time? Yeah. I think that's a good time Rob, to good. call it. Rob, I just, we just, we, I speak, I think I speak for all of us. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for waking up at stupid o'clock. And it's been an absolute <laughs> delight to have you on, mate. And, and especially thank thanks for making us all look totally inept for all these years. <laughs> yeah, but you could have said nothing. You could have said nothing, Rob, when you made that. <laughs> that's that's a bad point, anyway. true. No, I appreciate it. I've had a great time. Thank you very much. No worries. Cheers, Rob. See you, so you, you back come on next again week soon, then, mate. are you, mate? Yeah. Get up at 4am <laughs> again. <laughs> you just let me know. <laughs> thank you, mate. For sure. For sure. Billy, Deeps, Tristan, thank you guys as well. Yeah, thanks, guys. I'll see you next week. See you next Thursday. See you next Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>